What is up, YouTube? Welcome in to another edition of Bucky and BK, live on Texas Sports Unfiltered and on the free Texas Sports Unfiltered app. Today is Thursday, February 29th, 2024, and the Buck and I are with you for the next two hours on today's show. Combine drills get going today in Indianapolis. The defensive linemen and linebackers will do their on-field workouts. How will the three Longhorns participating in the events today fare? We will give our predictions. Plus, the Texas women's basketball team lost a heartbreaker in Norman last night. We've got the latest Mel Kuyper Jr. mock draft. We've got five things Texas football needs to accomplish in the 2024 season We've got a couple of hilarious videos, including another classic TBT. It is Thursday, after all. So we are locked and loaded on a buck on and buck off Thursday. What's going on this morning, Buck? Hit me, baby, one more time. Yeah, oh, baby, baby. I heard that seven times yesterday. While driving Spears? Yes, seven times. What? Yes, they had it going on. Bob FM had it going on. Britney Spears was... The queen yesterday. How do they roll those? How do they do that? Is that just on a reel or something? I don't get that. I mean, there's no way you heard the same song seven times on the same radio station. Dude, how do they do that? That's not fair. I, I don't know how to answer that. I either mean, Britney or Madonna, they like lead the pack on that deal every day. I mean, Bob, you know, they've got their favorites, but I feel like they do a pretty good job mixing things up. No. No, 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 no. You're you're, you're, you're I'm in a car a lot. I'm you know me. I'm I'm a truck driving man. So it just God, I couldn't believe that. You know, I of the tiger is Sunday's favorite. I heard that this morning. <laughs> no, see, <laughs> not even kidding. Oh, you'll get it. You'll get it six more today. That that's another record breaker. I of the tiger. That's that's the other one. Still love that station, man. Love that music. Oh, yeah, it's a great station. But the only way you heard the same song seven times in the same day. And I was on the golf course. Yeah, well, yeah, you, well, you were playing music off your phone and you forgot you would put the repeat feature on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby, I never listened to that song when it was out. Why am I having to listen to it so many times during the course of the day? I'm doing good, BK. A little cool yesterday. A little cool this morning, by the way. Dude. Now, I don't know if it's as windy as it was yesterday, but, man, was it windy. And yeah. I went out there and was... Knocking it everywhere. Mm, not a good day on the course. You know what? I shot in, I shot nineties, okay. but I, I, you know what? I really played. I played well. I had three straight bogeys in a row that I should have parred. I mean, they were like ones where the guys make you put that out. It's just in that friend zone deal. Like, oh no, I think you're gonna miss this. And the more you thought about it, the more you never even touched the hole. And the wind was taking the ball. And boy, were the greens fantastic at Lake Cliff yesterday. Oh. Wow. And if the wind's blowing and you're blowing, you're putting downwind, be careful. Because that six footer turns into a 14 footer as it goes by the hole. Yeah. And nobody's making them coming back against the wind. Everybody's short. And there were clubs flying and there were cuss words yesterday. It was, <laughs> it was a great day. Oh, yeah. But we, you know, we played teams also, you know, yep. every six hole we switch. I won every team. I was I was a team player yesterday. I was getting it done. But as an individual, winning my own little ticks here and there, one tick. I had a, I had a, a Sandy, and that was it. No greenies, 
no holes one tied holes oh i was mad so you weren't oh. taking some money from your buddies uh, i i did it on this on the i didn't do it on the skins game i like to win the skins i like to be the skin king which i haven't been in like 12 rounds i've been like four skins four skins okay. i've been two right. skins so i've been, been talking one. about four skin today but I, have not been, but I have not been a record breaker i haven't been in double digits i haven't been in double digits in over a year <laughs> My game what is, is like, what is I don't the know. skin king? Is that your old porn nickname or something? No, oh no, it's like if you win the hole, you get you know, you know, you get uh, a dollar a tick. Yeah. So, you know, Paulie, the record is twenty, and then he has the. By the way, he Doug Boat Paul has the record and the second best record of like eighteen. So then you play with other guys, and they say, "Well, am I the king today? Do I win? I got eight ticks." I'm like. Dude, that's just average. That's an average day for people. What do you mean? Do you, are you the record breaker with eight? No, 20 is the record. Mm. Oh. And I'm not close to it. I had one yesterday. One. And it came early, and I was thinking, could be my day. Nope. I sat, with, I sat with that one for the entire day. But you know yeah. what? What a great place. It was good to see the folks out at Lake Cliff. You know, they're, they're, they're gearing up this summer to do their summer camps. We'll be talking about that a little later on as they get ready and you know, they 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 had some really nice golf camps out there, and your guys from the Hills of Lakeway, the 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 teachers are now out at Lake Cliff, so and they were fantastic. I mean, I I think they you started seeing those guys for a while out there. Yeah, it was years ago. Yeah, I need to go back. I haven't gotten <laughs> to golf nearly as much as I've wanted to since we started TSU. I got to find my way back to the course as the weather starts to warm up a little bit. I miss it. Oh, and it'll get it'll get warm after today. We'll be yeah. right back at it again. It looks like. I mean, my heat kicked on overnight. Which comfort system added? It did it this morning here. My wife came up. It was fifty some degrees. Yeah. She clicked it on. She said, "Let's go." It's gonna be cold today, and then, like you said, sunny and seventy-five tomorrow should be that? a beautiful weekend. All the temperatures next week are in the seventies and eighties. It's just this one sort of random February day that we're getting on a very random February day that only happens once every four years. Happy yep. Leap Day to you and yours out there. Yeah, and um, good morning to the soldiers at Fort yes. Cabasas, Texas. The soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. We do appreciate what you do. You do a great job, and it is appreciated, and do be careful out there. Yes, indeed. All right, Buck, the on-field drills at the NFL Scouting Combine yeah. will begin today, starting at 2 o'clock. Most of the events will be televised on the NFL Network, which I'm very grateful for. And it's a big day. It's defensive linemen and linebackers who will start things off in Indy. Of course, you've got on-field drills for the next four days. So today is D-linemen and linebackers. Tomorrow you'll have the DBs and tight ends. Saturday, quarterbacks, wide receivers, and running backs. And Sunday, offensive linemen. And, of course, the Longhorns have 11 players at the Combine. And they will have guys participating on all four days of the on-field drills, which is great. I mean, there have been some years where Texas has had one or two players at the Combine. Sure. And it's like, all right, I'm going to set aside five minutes to watch my guy do these drills. And that's all I need to do. Now, if you're a Texas fan and you want to see how your guys do and you want to root your guys on, you're going to be locked in to the NFL Network over the next four days. And today is a big day because you've got three guys who have the potential to be top two-day picks, and I think two guys who have the chance to be first-round picks working out. Of course, Byron Murphy and Tavondre Sweat, maybe the two best defensive linemen in college football this past season. 
They will run with the defensive lineman and then linebacker Jalen Ford, of course, will be a part of the festivities today. Uh, I'll let you pick who you want to start with, Buck. We'll talk about all three of these guys. But uh, start off Murphy. Murphy's the one yeah. who who can really rise to the top here by going to the combine and getting this done. I mean, I mean, he was he was he's going to be a first round draft pick anyway. But it all depends on where he's picked, and this is this is his day to really really shine. <clears throat> he can move up in the draft, you know, or he could stay the same. I don't think he moves down. I don't think he's going to be bad enough to move down. I think he can only. I think he can only move up today and move up in his personal workouts. But I don't think he's ever going to get to the point where, oh, we're not impressed with, you know, his quickness. We're not impressed with his strength. He's going to get on there and bench 25, 30 times or whatever, 225. He's going to get that stuff done. He's going to be able to jump. He's going to be able to run in his, you know, in the quick drills, the 20-yard sprints and things like that. I mean, I don't – I know they do that for the big guys. That goofy 40-yard dash for defensive linemen and stuff is just kind of silly. They don't need to be doing a 20-yard dash. They don't need to be doing 40. If they're mm-hmm. if they're chasing dudes down from 40 yards, their team sucks. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something's wrong with the linebackers and DBs oh, if they're yeah, having to do yeah. that, right? Yeah, but that's just a staple of 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 the combine and yeah. all football workouts is the 40-yard dash. I mean, it's just probably never ever going away. So sure. it's just well, a, a silly drill for a big guys for an offensive lineman. You know, that's I mean, it's more of a I don't know, survival test than anything. Running I like watching them. I mean, you're right. It well, everybody likes really watching those big suckers, but yeah, the guys that get hammies and fall down or their junk falls out. I mean, the weirdest thing just happened at these combines for this. So guys' shorts don't fit them right. They gave them, you know, a size too large and they fall down and his ass is showing as he's running or his junk is jiggling. That's just, that's just, that's all it is for them. They do those nice shuttle runs and, you know, 20-yard sprints, and that's fine. That's all you need to see. Mm. But once again, it's just something that's always been there. That's why they call you the skin king, huh? You're looking (laughs) for stuff like that. Just waiting to watch that. I'm just eyeballing that with binoculars looking at the screen today. Oh, man. Look, I I think Murphy will do well. I think he'll have a good day. Yeah, I do too. I do too. And I think at this point he's a lock to be a first-round pick. The only question is, where does he go right. in the first round? And I'm with you 100%. Like, if he has a strong performance today, then he's got a chance to be a top half of the first round pick when we get to April. And you're already seeing some mock drafts with him going in the 10 to 15 range. So, yeah, I mean, he's going to be one of the first defensive players off the board. You, you look sure. at a lot of these mock drafts, you're seeing quarterbacks go one through three. You're seeing a couple of offensive tackles going in the top 10. You're seeing a couple of wide receivers going in the top 10. This is going to be a very offensive heavy start to the draft, which means, yeah, Byron Murphy is probably going to be a top three defensive player selected when we actually get to the real thing. And he's got a chance to solidify that today. And, and it's the Aaron Donald comparisons, Buck. You're going to hear you know, Rich Eisen and Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks and all these other dudes on the NFL Network make that comp throughout the day-to-day. I mean, Aaron Donald, undersized, but he was a freak at the combine. I mean, he turned heads with some of the numbers that he put up. Uh, Can Byron Murphy do the same? Like, he's called himself the strongest player on Texas's team, and some of his teammates also corroborated that report and said, no, he's the strongest guy that we have. So what does he do in the bench? He also has freaky speed for a guy at his size, so I expect him to do really well in the 40, even though it might be a little bit silly. Can he be like one of those guys who makes waves today? Can he be one of the biggest uh, well, we names? Know he's he's faster than the tight end at Texas. Well, I, we'll what see are we that. here? 
Yeah, yeah. we got. I still got to see that. I got to see that to believe that. I will be glued to the set when that dude runs for sure. That's tomorrow when, uh, yeah, tight ends and defensive backs do their on-field drills. So you'll have yeah, what Ryan Yeah, because not 4-7, I mean, and he runs 4-9 or 5-flat, he surely has a tight end if he can't run faster than that. And that is going to hurt. I don't care what anybody says. If, that, if, the, if your tight end runs 4-9 or 5-flat, that's going to hurt you no matter how good his hands or his strength is. He's not you know? going to run that slow. He no, won't be 4-9, flat Yeah, I'm not buying that. There's no chance. But, yeah, Byron Murphy will be faster than that for sure. I mean, the, the tape is there. The, the stats are there. This guy was incredibly sure. productive. He was the Big 12 Defensive Lineman of the Year this past season. Uh, one of the two highest graded defensive linemen in the sport, according to Pro Football Focus. The other guy, of course, was Devondre Sweat. He was also in that top two. But, yeah, I mean, Byron Murphy, like this, I, I'm so excited to watch this guy participate today. I know it's the Underwear Olympics. But it's a, a real chance for him to make a lot of money. And I think NFL teams have already fallen in love with this guy, but I think more of them will fall in love with him today. Yeah. Too. And and for Sweat, I think he's just a guy that they they want as a as a push the pile back, as a run stuffer. They they and weight will be the the issue with him. But if he comes in in the in, in the kind of shape that by now he should be in, he's a he's a high draft pick too. I mean, those guys, those big guys are hard to come by, especially the ones that can move, can play a lot of downs and still be effective. I mean, I, as I said, I've never, I've never seen him tap out. This was one of the hottest summers. You know, these guys worked out in one of the hottest summers ever in the state of Texas. It's been hot all his life here. I mean, he's got, I mean, he's got the stamina. As I said, he doesn't tap out. They take him out, you know, but he doesn't ask to come out of games. He just, he will just keep going and going and going. And he does it at a, at a high level. That's the thing. Even when he's in there for a bunch of plays, the next play is still at another high level. You know, he can push the pile. He can run guys down. You know, he can go boundary to boundary type of guy. But I think you'll see those quick shuttle deals will be important to him and his weight. Yeah, that's the big thing. I mean, I think Devondre Sweat raised a couple of red flags by not weighing in at the Senior Bowl a few weeks ago. Yeah, what are you hiding? Yep. Now, look, if he weighs in. A refrigerator underneath your shirt? Wow, he's not that big. <laughs> You're giving him that Washington fan treatment. Remember that AI generated oh, yeah. picture of T Sweat that we showed before the Sugar Bowl? Wow, he ain't that big, but that's huge for him. I mean, yeah, people wanted to see how much he weighed at the Senior Bowl. He decided not to. That's okay. That's his prerogative. But okay, people are going to want to see how much he weighs here at the combine. And you know, so much of the first round, especially all the NFL draft, but especially the top of the NFL draft, is about potential. Right, like if you're talking about college production, it feels like T. Sweat should be a lock to be your first round pick. Right, he just won the Outland Trophy. He was the best interior lineman on either side of the ball in the sport this past season. But and teams don't draft on production; they draft on potential. And you're right, you know, a guy who you're going to have to have concerns about his weight—that's a red flag. Yeah, a guy if he's, a, who can only if he's play. a weekly guy. Excuse me, if he's a weekly guy having to weigh in on the team he's with. That, yeah. That's not good. No, it's a huge problem. And, and if he, you know, there's obviously a space for NFL players who can only play on early downs, but you don't spend a first round pick on no. guys like that. So, you know, if Devondre Sweat's looking a little big and he doesn't show the ability to be a three down player, which I, I think he can be. He was at Texas and he was yes, really he was. good at it. But obviously the NFL is different than college football. But if he doesn't show 
that, uh, yeah, he, he's got the agility and quickness to be a three-down player, then, well, he'll fall today, too. Yeah, and especially if it was because of weight. If he, they thought if he was a little bit lighter, they think he could move a little bit better. But he just couldn't shed that weight because, I mean, once you get to the league, you know, it's not like you lose weight. I mean, you, you gain money and you gain weight, you know. That's just one more pizza on delivery night. So I, I don't know. And that guy's, that guy's a half a pizza away from four bills. So yeah, look out, you know. He was listed at 362 at wow. Texas this past season. And, you know, sometimes they'll uh, do guys a solid when it comes to height or weight, right? They'll add a couple of inches and they'll take off a couple of pounds. So maybe reason to think that T-Sweat was playing closer to 370 yes. this past season. Now he carried it well. Once again, he was a dominant force for the Longhorns and he found a way to make things happen all season long. But in the NFL, they just, they don't want you at that size. That size usually doesn't work. Well, who the hell was going to weigh him at Texas and say, oh, you're too big. Nobody. Yeah. He was going to kick your ass. If you told him he was too (laughs) big, he was going to spit on you or something. Whether he was 375, 380, you weren't telling him, well, you're going to have to sit out this game because you didn't make the weight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They weighed him maybe the first time and that was it. Yeah, and then they turned on the they turned on the film and they're like, right. oh yeah, he, this guy can be five hundred pounds if he wants, as long right. as he plays like that. We don't give a damn. So yeah, look, if T Sweat does fall into round two, maybe even round three, then I think someone's getting a really really good player. Like, do I expect him to be as dominant as he was in college? No, but do I think he can be just a massive force clogging up space on the interior of a defensive line? Like I mean, something like, I think, like the Cowboys need right now? That's exactly where I was going, Buck. Like the Cowboys would love a guy like Devondre Sweat who could just eat up blocks and find a way to stuff yeah. the run because that's what killed them in the playoff game against the Packers. That was really their biggest issue on defense all season long, their inability to stop yep. the run. They tried to address it last year with Mozzie Smith out of Michigan that guy, you know. Stay you away from that place. Yeah, you don't give up on a dude after one year, but it was a very disappointing year one for him. Uh, I, I don't know. Look, I, I can't imagine the Cowboys would spend back-to-back firsts on D tackles, but could they spend a day two pick on a defensive tackle perhaps? Sure. And if so, yeah, T. Sweat could be in the mix there if he's still on the board late in the second round. Well, they'll take him if he's a fat man in the second round. Yeah, you know, it all it all depends on free agency, right? Like, that's that's why mock drafts right now are kind of hard to do. Mock drafts before the combine are really tough because so many guys raise and drop their stock. Sure. By what happens this week. But, of course, free agency in the NFL happens before the draft gets here. So, like, speaking of the Cowboys, everybody has the Cowboys taking an offensive lineman in round one. Like, every mock draft you look at, it just depends on which offensive lineman it is. Well, if the Cowboys go out there and they re-sign Tyron Smith and they sign another offensive lineman, then it's like, all right, well, throw that out the window. They're taking somebody else. So, with the Cowboys, yeah, like, I I would prefer them to go the veteran route. No disrespect to T-Sweat, but they tried a rookie last year. It didn't work. They're in win-now mode. They need to fix that run defense to have a chance. Like, T-Sweat could be an option if they don't draft or if they don't sign a D-tackle in free agency, then that'd be a fun pick on day two. But if they do, then maybe that takes him out of the running. Yeah, I like you said, you you know, you're going to give Mozzie Smith, he's going to get another opportunity. I mean, that's maybe the last stop on the bus stop for him with the Cowboys, but they're not going to, they can't wait three years for a guy who's supposed to have been a, a workout freak, a monster you know, a freakazoid coming out and then showed not, I mean, couldn't get on the field with the Cowboys in year one. He couldn't even get sparingly on the field. So that's, 
That's that tells you an awful lot right there. And they they don't want to make that mistake again. If they can find an offensive lineman, you know, those guys tend to play for the Cowboys. They they don't make a lot of mistakes at that that spot. So yeah, and uh, you know, you go back to Taco Charlton, the other Michigan defensive lineman that the Cowboys selected in the first round a few wow. years ago. They gave him two years before they shipped him off to Miami. So, uh, yeah, two years might seem like a short amount of time for a first round pick. Oh no, team. they can't wait on that. They, they, yeah, two years is a long time. Well, teams will generally give first round picks a longer leash than you know third, fourth, fifth, sixth rounders, but sure. Yeah, when the, when the Cowboys window is what it is, you've, you've got to have guys who help you win right now. And I don't know if Mozzie Smith is going to be that guy. Uh, linebackers also working out today, Buck. And, of course, Jalen Ford is in Indianapolis. He will participate in the on-field drills today. We were talking about Ford a little bit earlier in the week. What, uh, what do you expect from Jalen Ford today? Well, I know they, they, they can turn on the film and see his instincts to the ball. They're going to wonder what happened to him this year. Why Why the, the, the little bit of setbacks? I, as I said, I thought he did more coaching than playing this year. It wasn't as natural this year because there were so many young guys behind him in that secondary. And, I mean, you can see it on film. I mean, he was always having to communicate with guys. He was doing more communications than playing football this year. And it was tough on him because he had to be the guy. He was the veteran out there, and he had to direct traffic a little bit for a lot of young players, you know, uh, on this football team. You know, he had a, a young guy playing beside him every once in a while. He had young guys behind him, and he was always looking behind him like, oh, you're not lined up in the right spot, goofball. So hmm. I, I just didn't think he played naturally this year. I, th- I think he was a little bit handcuffed by having to be more of a leader than a player this year. And the, the NFL is going to want to know, I mean, what happened? You were, I mean, you were a star last six interceptions. You were all over the field, and this year, you weren't as, as aggressive, I think, because he had to do more teaching than playing. Yeah, he uh, should have been Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year in 2022. I'll yeah. take to the grave that he got robbed from that award. But you're right, 2023 was a little bit of a step back. Now, he wasn't a bad player by any stretch. Oh, strategy, no, 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 he wasn't bad. But he just wasn't the dominant force that he was uh, the previous season. And he I think two as many fumbles. I mean, yeah. I mean, they want to know about your striking and how you strike, guys, and I – I just think the aggressive part got taken away because of the teaching part. So I think he can help himself by, I mean, the drills will help him again. He's going to catch the ball. They're going to throw balls to him as a linebacker, and he's going to make those catches because he did that the year before. I mean, he had six interceptions. So this dude is going to, or four interceptions, I believe. But he's going to make plays like that, the the athletic plays. His straight-on speed will be interesting, too. His 40, here we go again with that goofy 40, but that's going to be important for him, too. Oh, that's not goofy for a linebacker. Like, you got to have that type of speed to be successful in today's NFL, too. And, you know, I think one thing that works in Jalen Ford's favor is he is pretty good in coverage. He didn't have the ball hawking type of numbers last year that he did two years ago. But still, in today's NFL, if you're going to be an off-ball linebacker, you can't just be downhill anymore. You've got to be good in space. And Jalen Ford, I think, is quick enough. Now, do I expect him to be the fastest linebacker out there today? No. No. But I think he can hold his own. I think he's fast and athletic enough to be successful in the NFL. And I think he could be a mid round pick. Yeah. I think he's a third or fourth round guy. Yeah. That's about where I am too. And I think another thing that caused Jalen Ford this year, I'm with you on the leadership thing, but I I think he played too much. Like Byron Murphy played a lot. They also rotated a ton because Texas had depth on the defensive line. They didn't have that same depth at linebacker. Like the worst game Jalen Ford played this year was the OU game. And 
And we were all wondering watching that game, like, God, like what's wrong with Jalen Ford? Like, why, why does he look like this? What's going on here? This isn't the same player who we saw last year and we've seen right. earlier. He played every single snap in that game. Like, that's – you can't well, that's have hard, that. That's a hard enough emotional game for you anyway. Exactly. Like, playing every snap. No, I, I don't want Derek Johnson playing every snap in that game. No. I mean, I do, of course, because he's awesome. But, like, you got to give guys plays off, especially in a game like that against a team like that. So, yeah, that's like I, – I think he played too much. There, there wasn't enough depth in this linebacker room to where it's like, okay, we can rotate Jalen Ford in and out, keep him fresh – for the fourth quarters of games so he can go make those game-changing type of plays like he did last year. Like there, there was no DeMarvion Overshone. Like the, no. that linebacker room just wasn't the same. So I think that was at least part of the reason why you did see that tiny bit of regression from uh, from 41 this past year. Yeah, so, dude didn't stink, though. I mean, it's not yeah. like – but he was exceptional the year before. I mean, just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was, he was. So, yeah, look, I, he passed the eye test physically – We'll see oh, yeah. if he can test well enough to uh, kind of solidify a, a day two spot because I tend to agree. I think he's round three or four, and obviously, you know, round three is on day two and round four is on day three. So I uh, would love to see Jalen Ford do enough this week. I think he's going to crush the interviews, right? You talk about how much of a leader oh, yeah. he is. Like, I think teams are going to fall in love with his personality, but obviously that's not the only thing that matters. So um, big day, big day for Jalen Ford, big day for all three of these uh, Texas Longhorns. Once again, D-linemen and linebackers will be doing the on-field drills today. Three of the 11 Texas Longhorns in Indianapolis will uh, get their workouts in in the underwear Olympics. And I will be locked in. I care about these Olympics, Buck, more than the real Olympics. Hey, we're going to France. You need to, you need to, Simone Biles, well, she needs you. We don't need you not caring. What do you mean she, you care? I mean, she needs me. She's married. Yeah, but she needs you to cheer her on. She needs you to be super fan from down in the Houston area. You spend some time down there. Just be a super fan. We're going to France. We're not bringing up the white flags. We're taking everything there. Is, that's where the Olympics are this year, France? Yeah. Yes. When do they start? I don't know. Summertime. It's a summer game, so it's summertime. How's that? There you go. When is that summertime? It's summertime next week here. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, um, are you taller than Simone Biles, by the way? Of course I am. She's listed at 4'8", so I'm not... Yes, of course I'm. I'm almost a foot and a half taller than she is. Okay, all right. Don't don't get carried away here, guy. That's that's not true. And way more athletic. Think about that part. Okay. All right. Now, that, that feels misogynistic right there, yeah, saying that, you know. She's one of the best athletes this country has ever produced. Oh, she's an American hero. Flip-flop, double round off, you know... Pommel, hey. horse, pommel horse deal. You're on camera right now if you want to show the people what you can do. Uh, I don't have my outfit on. You know, she wears that cool outfit. I don't get to change. I don't, I don't have time to go change right you now. You have the unitard rolling today? Yes, I'll wear that next time we're on. No, please don't. <laughs> don't tell me you have one of those. No, I don't. I don't have any. I don't have any gear. I get the tight shirt for the big man. I do yeah. have a big man tight shirt. I don't know why. It's small. It's not medium. It's a small. It's tight on the big man. Yeah. You, you know my stance on the Olympics, right? What is it? Like, I look, I, I'll watch. I'll, I'll support anything USA. Always. There you go. Well, but except for except for golf. I always. What do you mean? You support money there. Well, I support live golf. They play tournaments in the USA. Oh, okay. That's right. There's a lot of American golfers on that tour. I'll support them. 
Well, you act like the PGA doesn't go overseas. They were just in Mexico last weekend. Yes, we were sharing our coin with them. And the yeah. Live is sharing their coin with us. That's right. That's the hope. We're still working on a Live partnership with TSU. The wheels are in motion. Wow. And y'all will be thanking me for that. You guys will all be Live golfers. You'll be wearing, wearing your Rippers GC gear. Oh, man. And your hats. Yeah. And wearing your big your boom box. You have your boom box and you head to the course. <laughs> Who's your team? Are you a four aces guy? Are you a that's ripper? Me, I'm, the four guy? I'm the four aces. I'm, anywhere that Dustin Johnson is, that's who I am. Yeah, DJ's the four aces. He's the only player they have. Oh, get out of here. That, that tour is loaded. All the best players in the world are on live now. We just got to get the Longhorns to come to their senses and go be a part of the real. No, they're tour. not doing that. We're, they're staying over here going to waste management tournaments and telling everybody to shut up. <laughs> they're being loyal, but loyal to a fault. They're, uh, yeah. they're costing themselves with that deal. Um, okay. Stance on the Olympics. Like so many people say they love the Olympics and I'm like, can you name five Olympic athletes? And nobody ever can. It's so sad. And people just swear that, Oh my God, the Olympics is the greatest thing ever. And nobody knows who participates in the Olympics. Like how, how many of them can you name? You mean like, like the ones that are going to be there this year? Yeah, yeah, like not in the past. Like anyone knows Michael Phelps and Usain Bolt and Mark Spitz and Jesse Owens. Like Katarina, those, Katarina Vitt. Right, exactly. Like Tanya Harding. Like hey. That. Everyone knows. Oh, no. Oh, no. She, she got – no, she was there. Ty Babylonia, Randy Gardner. Of course, I know those figure skaters. I know all the figure skaters. From back, yeah, well, that's we got some questions about that. Oh, skin, yeah, that's true. Skin doctor, whatever the hell you call yourself. <laughs> the force, the force no, I don't skin know doctor. Anymore. I don't know. I don't know who the fastest man in the world is anymore. I know, like, it's, it's, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's fine. I don't mean this as a call out to you. It's just, do we really care that much about the Olympics when we can't name anybody in the Olympics? Right. As we get closer to France, I'm going to have you a list of great ones. All time great ones? In this Olympics, not the, the ones who have a chance to make themselves great in this Olympics. I'll start studying my Olympic stuff. Can you give me more than one Olympian? You gave me Simone Biles. She's got some friends that are on her team. <laughs> of course she does. <laughs> There's no Nastia Lukin or Sean Johnson anymore. Those were some. I mean, there's got to be some hockey players. There's got to be some NHL guys. Not in the Summer Olympics. Oh, that's right. They don't play. They don't play any hockey. No. What will we have? We'll have. We'll have soccer. Uh, is there soccer this year? We'll have golf. Will we have golf again this year? Yeah, I guess you can name the Olympic golfers, right? Well, you can just name golfers, and odds are some of them will be on the. Scotty Scheffler will be on the Olympic team. Is he? Yeah, the defending champ, gold medalist, is uh, Shoffley, Xander Shoffley. Yeah. There you all go. Right. That's all I Gant need. I've already done. I've already outdone myself. Are you kidding me? That's not five, but we'll I take don't, it. I, I don't know who the champion is in pickleball. Uh, yeah, if basketball is there, then U.S. will send some good basketball players, too. So those are your easy ones, I guess. And those, are, those are the only sports I really care about, to be honest with you. I'll watch track and field and gymnastics because it's hard not to. People get sucked in. But, I, you know. Are we doing baseball? Are we doing baseball this year? I don't Olympics? think so. No? I don't think so. Mm -mm. We have those world games, so we don't mess with that. Um, All right, yeah, the World Baseball Classic. Last year. That was a good bit last year. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was, was a lot of fun. I think that's every couple of years. Ortani loved it. Yeah. He made that's a gazillion Japan. dollars from it. Japan beat the U.S. in the final. 
if uh, if memory serves right. Apparently, breakdancing is a new Olympic sport this year. Oh, you uh, that's right. Would you be good enough to be on our team for that? Oh, I got a bad back. I can't do that. I used to be able to do that. I can't spin anymore. Okay. So you can do gymnastics, but not breakdancing? Yeah, I can do pommel horse. <laughs> Jump up on a little horsey. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. We'll shift gears here momentarily. Talk about some of the other sports stories. We've got the latest Mel Kuyper mock draft to get into. Uh, also, a heartbreaking loss for the Texas women last oh, night man. in Norman. They got absolutely hosed, but they also kind of hosed themselves, too. Uh, frustrating one as Texas lost a chance to win the Big 12 regular season title in women's college hoops last night. Before we get to both of those stories and more, Buck, how about a sponsor shout-out? Our good friends at, of course, Relax the Back. Speaking of bad backs, Relax the Back has all the comfort that I've needed over the last 20 years. And, folks, you can get the same comfort also. They've got zero-gravity recliners. They've got uh, office chairs just for you, whether you're at home or at the office. There are chairs that are going to help you out with your thoracic, lumbar region, your neck. And, of course, those uh, Tempur-Pedic pillows are all awaiting you at Relax the Back. But there are two great locations in Bee Caves at the Hill Country Gallery across from Whole Foods and in North Austin, the Gateway Shopping Center. Of course, live pain-free like the buck at Relax the Back. I'm going to go by there today. I've got to pick up some stuff for the mullet open. They always give it out some great stuff. Those Tempur-Pedic pillows that they give out, and those things are those are nice. I, I'm going to try it again, try to do – I just – my pillow's so beat up. I'm so used to my face just falls right into the pillow. You know what I mean? When you got a pillow, it's hard to get rid of it. Even if it's not good for you, even if your back hurts the next day, it's like my pillow. You know what I'm saying? My like, buddy. Like my buddy. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'm with you, man. I'm I'm a memory foam pillow guy too. I've got there you go. Two memory foam. Bed. Nice. Oh yeah. Love that stuff. Love that stuff. Relax. Wait till you, hey, you're turning thirty, things. turning thirty this week. Wait till you get a girlfriend who who, who lives with you. And she's got 36 different pillows on the bed. Oh, the throw pillow bit. Yeah, I mean, why? Don't you just have to take them all off for just your one pillow anyway? Why can't you leave your one pillow? Why does a bed have to be? First of all, now, I did learn a lot in college. I had a roommate that made me line my shoes up underneath the bed and make my bed. But, a roommate? Yes. I mean, this was in your dorm. Like, y'all shared a room, or y'all just shared a? We shared a room, a cell block, like like being like cell buddies. Yeah. Like there was cinder blocked rooms in, at Boston College, and he had come from a prep school, and I'd come from a a heathenistic Catholic school all my life, and I just threw my shoes off and threw them in the closet. That dude had me lining shoes up underneath the bed. He was also six five, about two forty. Oh, so you had and, to listen. Oh yeah, I didn't have a choice. I mean, that guy, that guy could have thrown me through the window and wanted to on numerous occasions. So that is psycho. Like I, I get wanting your roommate to make their bed, but they can't even put the shoes in their closets. Do they we line them up? So we once had a a. I don't know if you remember the the little blow up things or like blow up dolls. They had like Popeye and stuff, and you'd punch it, you'd go down and come back up, and you punch it. It's like a punching bag. We had one of those in the middle of our room. And every night, this guy would abuse this thing. I mean, he would slap the shit out of it before he'd go to bed. And one night, he got drunk, and we came in again in bed. And, dude, lights are out. And then all of a sudden, the light clicked back on. He started kicking the shit out of this little punching thing. It kept going. He goes, you thought I forgot about you, didn't you? And he started beating it. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, no. I mean, he started kind talking of shit to the doll? Oh, yeah. And the, I mean, it's it's 
we're coming back. We're all loaded. We jump into bed and do cuts, flicks the light back on and beats this thing up and says, you thought I forgot about you. And he started beating the shit. I mean, this was like a ritual every night he would come in and backhand this thing and it would bounce back up, you know, like right back in his face. Yeah. And, and he would go through this whole routine of how he's, you know, he would judo kick it and all kinds of shit. And then he would get in bed and go to sleep. And I'd be like pretending I was asleep during all this madness. But then that one night, I'm thinking, oh, my God, this guy has forgot about this. The ritual's over with, finally, I'm thinking. And the light clicks back on. And this is like minutes after we got in bed. This wasn't like right away. This was like five or six minutes. You know, I'm loaded. I'm like, oh, good. I'm, I'm ready to snore. Next thing you know, it's light in there. And this guy is going nuts on this doll. It was a Popeye one. Oh. It was Popeye the Sailor Man. He beat Popeye up every night. God, he Just had to the, turn the lights on too. To and, do oh this? yeah, oh yeah. Oh, we lived this, in, when, back in the day. Back in the day, there was no seventies. We lived in we lived in a cell block. I lived in a dorm for two years. Yeah. In a, in a cell block, and it was cinder blocks all around. Were there windows? I would have one window. Okay. Okay. Just enough for me if he needed to throw me out of the fourth floor that he could. And I lived there. And then I started to live in apartments. Never lived in a house off campus. I always lived on campus for the entire time. But but this the guy, center block this guy was a, is psycho, man. This roommate is yeah, psycho. Oh yeah, he's now he's a doctor out in California. He's a hey hey dude. I put my shoes away. Can you not wake my ass up to punch <laughs> a fake doll? Dude, he beat the crap out of that thing every night. Oh my god! Thank goodness my buddy wasn't around. He would have torn torn apart my buddy. Gracious, what a yeah, story. This, this guy was this guy was this guy was a true he went to New Hampshire like academy. He went to an academy. He was yeah. from the Bronx. Dude was from the Bronx. Oh yeah, you're definitely not messing to, with that guy. And then he went off to a uh one of those prep schools. He went to New Hampshire prep or something. Yeah. Where they made him do stuff. You know, they forced some dude from the Bronx, this brother from the Bronx. They forced this guy. I mean, I, my first contact with him. Was he when he said to me, he goes, Where are you from? I said, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. He goes, You ain't no brother. And I'm like, damn, this is gonna be my roommate. This is my roommate. This is who they put me with. This is who they team me with. I never met him before the yeah. before I got to Boston College. And now I mean, I I mean, he taught me so much uh of of life skills. He really, really did. He was a he was he was a fan and he was my protector. Yeah. That's good that he guy. liked you at least. Who, dude, I was a guy that if there was something, if there was a rumble in the jungle, guess who was right in the middle of it? Me. And guess who was right behind me? That dude. All right. They didn't yeah. lose too many battles with that guy. Good job keeping that guy on your side. My oh, goodness. for sure. For sure. I mean, it just got to the point where I, no, he didn't go to the poop deck. No, he, <laughs> he never made it. He wouldn't, no. he wouldn't buy into that. He wasn't First rubbing all, you down with oil on the beach no, in front of that no. gay bar? No, that dude mm. was, that dude not was, was not, First of all, he wasn't going to make that trip that far with a window busted out in the back from from Connecticut to Fort Lauderdale. He, no, mm. no, no, no. Now, he's been on plenty of Greyhounds before headed back to New York from yeah. Boston. But haven't we all? I was on a Greyhound bus where the, that's the one where the lady said, hey, can you hold my baby? Yeah. In the bathroom. I'm like, it's not my you mean hold the baby. Why don't you put the baby on the seat right there? I'll make sure the baby doesn't fall off the seat. And then she left for like 45 minutes. <laughs> she left to go 
hang out with some dude in the back seat by the bathroom. Uh, she went to go like hook up with some guy oh, and you had to watch God. the kid while she was getting. Dude, I was on that bus. I've been on that bus with dogs, chickens, babies. I mean, everything. I don't know if I'll go on another Greyhound bus after my El Paso trip. I'm, I'm good on that deal. How many times did you stop? Do you remember how many times? Did you stop a few times? Oh, my like God. It, more, more than a few. I mean, it oh, was probably it was six or seven times we stopped. Oh, yeah. You, you can get from Austin to El Paso in probably eight hours. Oh, but those trips on the bus. No, it took us like 12 to 13 because all the stops. It was yeah. out of control. I mean, literally, like every other city from here to El Paso, we were stopping for no reason whatsoever. Like we would find just any gas station that we could find. And then I guess we had to fill up. We couldn't let the tank get below half. We had to fill up. Everyone had to get snacks. The uh, the inmates making their way to the halfway house had to oh, yeah. you know, get their cigarettes and there do their nothing, drugs. There's nothing like a good bus trip if you've never been on one, on a Greyhound or mm -hmm. Trailway. You get on the bus. Well, I mean, I was sent from Greensboro, North Carolina, when I was in about fourth grade to visit relatives in Philadelphia. And my parents put me on a train by myself and told me to see this seat right here. That's your seat. Don't yeah. leave the seat. Go to the bathroom. Don't talk to anybody on the way. Get right there back in that seat. I made that trip from Greensboro, North Carolina to Philadelphia by, by train. Mm. You're talking about weird. Yeah, the clientele on those uh, on those buses is interesting. If you like to people watch, it's a good place oh, yeah. to go. But absolutely, I'd recommend going to people watch somewhere else where you're not in a contained space like that. Well, now you got the buses where you have your own damn room. You have your own space on the bus. Yeah, the Vaughn lanes and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, I like to do that too. I've not done that. I really would like to. I don't know what I do. I would. I just go there and then just turn back around. I mean, I I just like to see how the comforts of that deal is. Yeah, I don't know how we got to that from a relaxed the back read, but sorry uh, about that. But yes, relaxed the back. <laughs> good conversation. There you uh, go. Shout out to our great friends at Seven Eleven as well. If you're on your way to work this morning, need a little pick me up, get you that coffee. They got the hot coffee. Today's a hot coffee day. You know, this week it's been yeah. an iced coffee week, but today, uh, get you that warm cup of coffee they got <sighs> it there at Seven Eleven. Plus the energy drinks, if that's more your thing. They've got the uh, the donuts. I bet they already have the rollers out too, which is uh, of course. the best breakfast that you could possibly find. Those 7-Eleven rollers, all the prepackaged snacks. They got the Pop-Tarts if you want that for breakfast. Mm. Uh, you can buy beer here pretty soon if you want that for breakfast. Now we're talking right there. Yeah, got everything. That's Wholesome breakfast. Oh my gosh, seriously. Anything that your heart desires, you can find at 7-Eleven, the best convenience store in the world. Make sure y'all are downloading that 7-Eleven app too to cash in on the 7 Rewards program. It's going to hook you up with great deals and free stuff from time to time as well. Shout out to our friends at 7-Eleven. And also shout out to our friends at Olipop. There's something you can get at 7-Eleven. Yes, you, you can also get it at HEB, Walmart, Costco, Target, Whole Foods, wherever you buy your groceries. Get you that Olipop. It's a game changer. It's great tasting soda that's actually good for you. It got me back into soda. I had sworn off soda for years because of how bad it was. Well, now I'm back in because Olipop actually helps support your digestive health, helps support my digestive health, and uh, it tastes great as well. It's a great tasting soda, once again, with tons of health benefits in every can. Make sure you uh, get you some and stop drinking soda. Drink Olipop in Stead. We must be rolling close to the lentil end of the lentil season, aren't we? That's Easter Sunday, isn't it? 
You are asking the Jew that question. Um, yes, Mr. Jewish guy. Can you tell me what do we, what do we, how far what do I get? Do I have three more weeks? No. We just get into March or two more weeks. Well, the good news for you is Easter is in March this year. You don't have to wait till April to get Thank there. You. But the bad news is it is March 31st. Oh, and it's like a Sunday or a Monday. Well, Easter is usually on Sunday. That's why they call it Easter Sunday. I got you. Okay. Yeah, that checks out. When does Lent stop? Good Friday or Easter? Easter. Easter. Okay. So that's four weeks from Sunday. Oh. So you got a long way to go. Still 30 days. A lot of filet of fish to eat. Uh, today's the day. You going back to Mickey D's? I haven't made a decision. I've been good. Two weeks. I haven't I haven't been close to, to getting myself pizza with uh, sausage on it. You know I want it to, but I'm just like, no, can't do that. It's Friday. Can't be eating meat. But I've done pretty good. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing today. Somebody give me some suggestions where to go. Give me a fish fry, y'all out there. Give me a fish fry for tomorrow. It's Thursday today. Don't make me go out there today. Oh, I can shit. My bad. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that weird? Thursday, Friday. I can get myself a still and get myself a steak tonight. There but, you go. Or, yeah, I'd probably get to um, Shoal Creek Saloon and eat a bunch of meat and some shrimp today. But uh, I think I'll – I need some suggestions from the people. Okay. You people, of give me a fish fry to go to. Please don't and don't say Arby's because that <laughs> that fish sandwich is too big. That's, I don't want. I don't want a. That's frisbee. the reason you won't go to Arby's for fish. It's too big. I don't want a frisbee. I mean, I'm not looking for a frisbee <laughs> sandwich. Those things are huge. I'd rather eat a frisbee than eat fish from Arby's. I think. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So don't make that suggestion. Give me a good fish fry. Please don't say the Catholic Church here in Dripping Springs. I went there last year. It was uh, nice Catholic people, nice, good job, but the fish, ah, it was okay. Uh, 512-222-9328. If you want to send those uh, texts in on the Coda text line, help the buck find a great place to get some fish tomorrow. Of course, you can hit us up on the YouTube comments line as well. I mean, Salt Traders is always my top choice. Like Salt Traders Coastal Kitchen is fantastic. Yes, I'm looking for a casual fish. I'll even eat, I'll even eat the bottom feeder fried tomorrow i'll try a little fried catfish with some hush puppies uh, yes i know i'll do it what about burger king they got the fried fish sandwich there too what? don't they burger king yeah the king's not messing around i don't think that's that's right that's not legit then you know no it's not legit some of those some of the fast food places that pretend that they have it you know no what what about long john silvers one time i've only been in there it was awful. The shrimp were supposed to be big shrimp. They were like about this big. <laughs> Come on, no. I went in there one time. That's no, no. No Long John Silver. Don't even say that to me. Popeye's fish sandwich, huh? Mmm. Ooh, I got a Popeye's here in Dripping, but they yes. haven't hit the real Popeye's quality yet. You can't go to Popeye's and not get chicken, right? Like, Maybe their fish sandwich isn't bad, but you got to get the chicken when you're going to Popeye's. That's Where's the, the place where we were in Louisiana? Maybe that's my day to day. Oh, Maybe Cane's, Raising Cane's. I, I need to go to I need to go to Raising Cane's here for chicken today. Yeah, but, those are contenders. Yeah, I know how to eat those. I eat a lot of those down in Louisiana. Me and yeah, Shaq. Catfish that parlor. Fish? Okay, no. doing hush puppies there. Henley Boyle Shack. Oh, I've been there. That's that uh, that's Ray's place. That's Ray the. Uh, the guy who has Show Creek Saloon owns that too. There you go. You were telling me about this place a couple weeks oh, ago. It's delicious. It's it's the same stuff you get at uh, Show Creek Saloon. 
and it's out this way out in Henley. Yes, I've gone out there. I had a pork chop from there. Delicious. There you go. That's not Big butterfly shrimp, shrimp there too. You're right. That's where I'm going tomorrow. All right. Yeah. A couple of texts Thank coming you. in. Another vote for Catfish Parlor. Somebody says Culver's. They got good That's, burgers. That was that was somebody. I, somebody did that to me last year when I was on the radio. Said go to Culver's. I'd never been in there. I didn't know what they did. I thought it was like a part, like a semi lubies, like where old people just hung out. And I yeah. did go there for I did go there for fish sandwich last year. It was delicious. Yeah, yeah. Culver's underrated, man. That's that's one of the better fast food joints. And uh, is in it really city. for just every everything else too? Well, I love. I mean, I love ice cream and milkshakes and those concrete mixers that they yeah. have. Oh yeah. So like that's that's why I go. Like the burgers are good, the fries are good, but like I just if I can get a good ice cream dessert at a fast food joint, that's that's next level. That's icing on the cake for me right there. That makes me cry. I haven't had any ice cream. Oh. I've not had any gelato or whatever that gelatin. I have not had any of that stuff. You know, this this whole get healthy thing is is not healthy for me. You know what I mean? Mentally. Yeah. It's it's a downer, man. It is a diet, a- man. A diet's gotta be tough. That's why die is in the word. It makes you want to die when you're going through it. Like that's I feel for you, man. That's I understand what T Sweat's all about when he's getting that 360. I got it. I understand, big man. I'm a big man, too. I understand okay. how you feel. That guy's 200 pounds on you. <laughs> you're telling us you understand how he feels. That guy's trying to lose like 20 to 30 pounds, and you're trying to gain it, right? That guy's, the opposite of him. That guy's, I'm not, you know, he's more than two. He's two and change on me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Uh, Pawpaws and Bastrop. Best, uh, best fried catfish. Can I speak? Best fried catfish you will ever have. Okay. Twin Peaks has a fried cod special on Fridays. Now you're talking. You hear that fried cod straight from Norwegian cod, or is it from Maine, like they get at McDonald's? That's the deal. I think if it's, it's the Maine cod. I just won't go to McDonald's. No, this cod's coming from Lake Travis, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of zebra mussels in there too. Oh so man, enjoy that oh. one, guy. Uh, Papa Doe is always a good spot. That's from yeah, ATX. That'll Hunter. cost you five arms and a leg for a fish sandwich. Yeah, and you might find an arm and a leg in a fish sandwich <laughs> yeah. there, too. Nah, kidding. Keep no. those texts coming in. We'll help Thank the buck out. Yeah. yeah I may have good. to go over to Airport Road there. Quality seafood. I may have oh. to buy by quality seafood and get well, it done tomorrow. Place is quality. I mean, yes. it's, it's aptly named. I'm not like, I don't eat a ton of seafood here. I've told you this before. I, I'm, I'm not a food snob with anything except seafood because I've been spoiled with my folks living on the coast sure. and getting to go fish all the time with my pop. Like that's, that has spoiled me. So it takes like a, a certain place here for me to go eat seafood. Salt, uh, Salt Traders is one of them. And Jack Allen's even has good stuff. Yeah, quality quality seafood's another one. I, my list is not very long here, but quality seafood is on it for sure. Now, am I? I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this, and and I know people say, of course you can, but am I okay to take my wife to a lunch at like quality seafood? Yeah, I, I don't, she's right. never been there. I think that would be a good lunch place. Sure. You know, she's not Catholic. She doesn't do the the no meat thing. She doesn't eat meat anyway. She's not a a red meat eater. She just ah, sorry to hear that. She's that's the way she's been for a long time. Now she'll she'll eat pork every once in a while. Have a piece of bacon, but she doesn't eat like hamburgers or steaks. She doesn't do that stuff. I'm a heathen. I do all that. And it doesn't have to be quality meat. It just can be meat. As right. long as it looks like it's good, I'm good with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll yeah, get I'll myself take- I get myself some Nolan Ryan meats and go to town now. 
There you go. Shout out Goodstock, by the way. I was uh, hanging out with Perry yesterday. Good dude. Uh, great butcher shop. Speaking of meats, that's the, the But place am I good to take my meat. wife to quality seafood? Do you take a girl or your wife to quality seafood? Well, I or don't is it just have you? a wife. I, and if you want me to take your wife there, I guess I will. But, but is uh, that a good spot, you think? That's okay? Yeah, sure. All I've right. had lunch at quality seafood before. Like, I don't know Where if I've ever gone with friends or I've never taken a date there. Yeah, that, seemed, that would seem weird to say, hey, honey, I'm going to go to quality. Let's go have a lunch at quality. She's going to go, what do you mean? Well, All the way out to Airport Road for some fish? What's wrong with you? I'm with family, and she's family for you. Yeah, so. she's family right now. Yeah. yeah. You know, if she likes seafood, I think she'll have a good dining experience there. Thank it's you. A little Thank bit you. of a trek for y'all, but it's uh, it's casual. It's easy. It's good. 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 Now good. I feel better when I ask her and she says no. Yep. It won't be, though. Are you <laughs> serious? Yeah, BK yeah. said... It yeah. was a good idea. It won't She's be, like, oh. are you serious? It'll be just no. Yeah. Okay, fine. Oh, God. All right. I, keep the text coming. We're all over the place. It's a buck on and buck off Thursday. Buck on to everybody who's contributed to the show this Absolutely. morning. Make sure you like the video if you're watching on YouTube. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the channel and uh, tell your friends and enemies as well. Uh, quick mention of Texas women's basketball. Heartbreaker last night. Uh, the Longhorns had a chance to pull into a tie for first place in women's college basketball in the Big 12. They were playing on the road at Oklahoma. <clears throat> Texas was actually favored in this game, even though you know Oklahoma was first place in the Big 12 and Oklahoma beat the Longhorns in Austin earlier this year. Uh, Texas was the third-ranked team in the country going into last night, and they led by 11 after the first quarter. They had a double-digit lead for a large portion of the first half of that game, but Oklahoma crept back in, and ultimately the Sooners hit a game-winning three with uh, just over three seconds left. It was Lexi Keys who uh, hit the three. Texas was up two. They were, it was 70-68. to 68. She hits the three. It's 71-70. Texas had a shot at the buzzer. The stud freshman Madison Booker had a chance to win it. Uh, she missed. She got fouled. They did not call it. And Texas ends up losing. So the Longhorns had a chance to pull into a tie once again for first place in the Big 12 going into the last couple of games of the season. Uh, uh, because they came up short, Oklahoma clinches the Big 12 championship in 2024. That sure one Coach Schaefer was not very happy about that. No, no. Texas got hosed. Like, I won't put the entirety of the game on the refs because you have a double-digit lead. You got to hold on. Um, and, and Texas had too many missed opportunities, and they struggled to get buckets offensively down the stretch, and they struggled to get stops defensively too. Uh, but I'll, I'll show you one of the calls that was made. So Texas was up two in the last 20 seconds. It was 70-68. to 68. Oklahoma had the ball. They had just missed a shot, and here's the replay right here. And it's kind of a loose ball situation. Texas comes away with the rebound, and they call a travel. The far ref, there was a ref standing right next to the play, didn't call anything. The ref on the opposite side of the floor calls a travel. About to see a little zoomed in shot right here. So the OU player bats the ball. The ball is loose. The ball is loose. The ball is loose, right? It's a loose ball. And the ref who's right there literally gives the, like, the batted ball symbol, which is the right call. Like It's not a right. travel because you didn't have possession. The ball was loose because the OU player reached in stuck her hand in there and made right. contact. could have called a foul on that. They could have called a reach, but even then, okay, she gets the ball. Uh, the ball's bobbling up and down. 
that's not a travel because it's not clear possession. So right. what should what should have happened here is Texas, you know, has the ball. OU has to foul because the Longhorns are up two and the shot clock's turned off. Texas hits two free throws and the game's probably over. Instead, you get that BS travel call. OU gets the final possession. They hit the game winning three and the Sooners win. Yeah, that's a loose ball. That's not, there's no possession there. You, you no. got to get possession to be able to dribble the ball. No, I mean, it was, it was a huge miss. And of course, you're playing in Norman. So, a little yeah, Victor, Victor would not, Victor's not happy there. No, he was pissed. I mean, he was pissed at a lot of things, but uh, the refs down the stretch were, were atrocious and uh, almost exclusively in favor of Oklahoma. It was frustrating to watch, but also, once again, like Texas had plenty of opportunities to put this game away. Right. It wasn't because of that anyway. Yeah, without needing the zebras to get involved. You always run a risk when you play close games in basketball, men's, women's, college, pro, high school. You put the game in the zebras' hands, they're going to let you down. More Especially if it's a rival at their home court. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, that stinks for Texas. It really does. I mean, look, this is still a great year. They're still ranked in the top 10. But that that loss, number one, it cost them the Big 12 title, which hurts. And it obviously gives the Big 12 title to your biggest rival, which twists the knife even more. But also, it might cost Texas a one seed in the tournament. Wow. Now, there's still time. They've got the women's Big 12 tournament here coming up. If they win that, then maybe they uh, you know, reestablish themselves as a top, t, uh, top seed in the women's dance. But, um, yeah, that would have been a fun one to win. And Texas was in control for most of the contest, but they let it slip away in the fourth quarter. And Kayla Clark for Iowa, she's only just – 18 away from Pete Maravich's record, which yeah, she's, she's right there. That'll be had this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that'll be had in the first half of the next game yeah. that she plays. Yeah, Iowa beat the breaks off of Minnesota, I think, Gosh, last night. She fired from distance. Man. Yeah. Minnesota! Thank you I mean, that. she fires them now. Yeah, she's a beast. I mean, she's she's the Steph Curry of women's college hoops. She's a freaking oh, yeah. monster. So much fun. Yeah, to watch. I gotta believe she's gonna, when she breaks that record, we're looking at a 40, 50 point night. Well, she did that to break the women's record, right? She she scored yeah. forty nine in that game for Iowa. And um yeah, I mean she's she's a stud, man. She she shines brightest when uh, the lights are wow. shining the brightest too. Fun to watch. So that will be a, a cool story. It's been a cool story to follow in women's college basketball this year. And that's when you know you're a stud, right? Because look, women's college basketball, not the most popular sport in the world. There are people who are mad at us for talking about it right now. Yes. If, if you can transcend and, and cross over that line into pop culture. and so the into greatest the, score and into the mainstream, time. Yeah, into the mainstream sports calendar. Like that's when you know you're doing something right as a women's college hooper. And everybody knows Caitlin Clark now. Like, yes. I, I don't know how many other women's college basketball players the average person can name but everybody knows who Caitlin Clark is because of uh, just how good she's become. Man. Fun to watch for sure. All right. Uh, before we, I, I got to show you this video here momentarily. This is not our TBT, but this, this uh, found me on social media the other day. And I want to get your thoughts on uh, this guy's love for something weird. Okay. But before we do that, how about uh, some more love to a sponsor? Okay, no doubt about that. Let's say hello to our good friend, Dr. Greg Eckert. Of course, Dr. Eckert has uh, done some wonderful things for me in just two visits. He had, I had my teeth restored uh, with Dr. Eckert, and that was it, really. I had temporaries in for about a week. I came back, 
from a trip from Alaska with the temporaries on. We put the, the, the real teeth in there. And I'll tell you what, I've got the smile I've always wanted. And you can too. You're taking those selfies. You know, you're feeling not so comfortable about the way your teeth look. I mean, they may be yellowed in spots. They may be a little crooked, but Dr. Eckert hooked mine up in just two visits, BK. And now they're doing some stuff now called dental implants. You know, whether one tooth is sideways or yellowing, you've got a couple of those. How about dental implants? Find out if you're a candidate for dental implants with Dr. Eckert by giving him a call today at 512-345-3166, folks. And you can still walk out of the place with a smile. It doesn't take you... It doesn't take you two or three visits for that. He can get that done for you in just one day. And folks, he is taking on new patients in 2024. Find out uh, if your insurance will work with Dr. Greg Ergen. Most do. So do go see him because he wants to take care of your general dentistry too. He wants to do those things right there. Make sure that you're healthy. Make sure that your teeth are uh, teeth cleaning, teeth widening, tooth loss solutions, sleep apnea. Dr. Eckert does it all. Over 1,500 cases of restoring teeth. Over 28 years of service in Central Texas. This is the guy. He's our guy. He should be your guy also. Did you say general dentistry or genital dentistry? General dentistry, not general. <laughs> general. Always having to watch my language. General. Like Just the general. Make sure the people know what you're talking about. We've got a lot of yes. great listeners. And if they're looking for general hey, dentistry. Yeah. You know. No, they don't need genital dentistry. They right. need general dentistry. They don't need general, no. Hey, somebody else for that. Edgar doesn't do that deal. Okay. Not that I know of. No, not that I know of either. Now, his yeah. business might reach new heights if he starts doing that. That's for sure. New lows. New, new lows, too. Yes, indeed. All right, a quick word from our man Tom McKay of Audio Visual Consultations. This is Tom McKay, owner of Audio Visual Consultations, and we'd like to take a moment to thank all of our clients for making the last 25 years both fun and fruitful. For those of you who have not experienced our services yet, we'd like to invite you to give us a try for all of your home electronics needs. We take care of everything from surround sound home theaters and distributed audio to computer networks, home surveillance systems, to a new television in the living room or bedroom. And we come to you. There's no need to leave your home to find great pricing and incomparable service. No traffic, inexperienced sales geeks, or pushy showroom tactics. Just give us a call and we'll visit you at your home or business to take a look at what you really need. Just relax, hug your kids, and smile. We make your electronics and life simpler to manage. So give us a call and discover what over 7,000 families and businesses already have. Audiovisual consultations is the easiest, most complete way to enjoy today's electronics. Call us at 512-255-8678. That's 512-255-8678. Or online at avconsultations.com. Yeah, man. You know, BK, as we talk about these guys at the Combine, I'm when I, when I think about the guy who really, really could help himself, um, I, I think the wide receivers, I think Jordan Whittington could really, there's, there's always going to be that weird question about him health-wise. You know, he made it through a season healthy. Uh, uh, is his body to the point of, you know, he's got that flexibility that they're looking for. He's not overbuilt like a running back playing wide receiver. You know what I'm saying? Does mm -hmm. he have the flexibility to make a lot of catches? We know he can catch and run. We know his ability to run after the catch, but the flexibility of making some really tough catches, the one that we saw A.D. Mitchell make, those, those kind of flexible catches, can he do that? A lot, of guys can, a lot of guys can catch and run, but a lot of guys can't make those flexible catches. And I think they're going to look at that. They're going to be, they want to know about his flexibility because of his injury history, I believe. But he can, I think he can do himself a lot of good here at the combine. 
Yeah, I do too. And the combine might be more important for Jay Witt than it is for any other yeah. Texas player, right? Because I think just about everybody else, maybe with the exception of Ryan Watts, yes. is a lot is a lock to be a draft pick. And Keelan Robinson too, I guess. Uh, but most guys representing UT this weekend are going to get drafted, right? The combine might help them get drafted higher than they would be. But for Jordan Whittington, yeah, this is the difference between hey being a sixth or seventh round pick or being an undrafted free agent. So Correct. I think the biggest thing for him, he's got to test well medically, right? Like yeah. you said it, injuries derailed the early part of Jay Wood's career. He did stay healthier over the last couple of seasons on the 40, but still he was dealing with various ailments even when he was playing. So abdominal stuff, things like that, stretching things that get stretched out, you know, hamstrings, yeah. things like that. Those, those, those deals, I mean, that's what, that's what NFL looked at you and said, is he going to be worth the money? And it, and it doesn't matter to them if it's fourth round, fifth round pick. They expect you to be playing. They don't expect you to be in the tub. You know, right. you can't be in the tub if you're trying to make the club. So that's, that's what they're going to look at. They don't want to spend any money on you if you're in the tub. I mean, let's, let's be honest. The offseason has not been good to Jordan Whittington so far because he got invited to the Senior Bowl, but he couldn't practice because he was hurt. He didn't participate. So, like, that's, that's a red flag for a guy who's dealt with, once again, a plethora right. of injuries in his college career. The fact that, like, right after his college career ended, he was clearly dealing with something that wouldn't let him practice at an event that would have potentially helped him out a ton. Like, that's... That's the big thing for Jay Witt. Like, obviously, he's got to test well athletically. He's got to run a good 40 time and do all yeah, the and other stuff. I hope stuff. he wasn't hurt. I hope, I hope he was at that point where he, if he could have been at the Senior Bowl doing some things that he did. I mean, because you get some bad information from agents, people like that to say, oh, no, you don't have to do that. Wait till you get back on campus. He needed to be seen at every occasion, like you're saying. He need, if it, it, Hopefully, that wasn't bad info and he could have been there. You know? Yeah, that, that would have been a disaster, right? Yes. Those, yeah, those borderline guys need to do whatever they can to capture as much attention as possible. Right. And Jay Witt could have done that. I, I think it was an injury. I, I don't know if we ever heard exactly what it was, but um, yeah, it would have been foolish for him to not participate if he was healthy enough too. And yeah, I mean, look, he, he's a solid player. He did all the little things right at Texas, reliable hands. He's a good blocker. He's a decent route runner. But medical evals and obviously being right. able to do this decent, uh, decently well athletically, that's the difference between UDF. He's going to get an invite somewhere. Sure. That's the difference between undrafted or late round pick. So I'm with you. The wide receivers, by the way, they work out on Saturday. Mm -hmm. QB's receivers and running backs. That'll be a fun day uh, Saturday. Of course, today is the D linemen and the linebackers, the first of four days of on-field drills at the scouting combine in Indy. All right, Buck, um, I, I've got to show you this. I, I found this, really, this found me on social media yesterday. And I, I think it's a news clip. I'm not entirely sure where this stems from. Might be from a documentary. I don't know. Court but TV. It, it's a guy. I don't think it's Court TV. Uh, although after the video, you can let me know if you think it is from Court TV. But. It's a guy talking about something that he is incredibly attracted to, right? What are you, what are you attracted to, Buck? Uh, I'm attracted to a lot of things. A lot of things catch my eye. Okay. Well, let me know if you're attracted to this. My love for balloons, it's also a sexual love. When I see a, a beautiful balloon, my heart starts to flutter and I get aroused. I'll take a 12-inch and I'll inflate it to 11-inch. 
That way it can take a lot of abuse. I'm holding one, you know, hugging it. I'll kiss it. And it's like being in heaven. I mean, don't you like to hug and kiss the woman that you love? Now, that's a weird cat right there. No thanks. I like balloons when I was a kid, but no. Ew. No, a breast and a balloon aren't the same to me. No. no. I don't care if they're real or fake or whatever. That, that's not the same texture, weird man. What did he say in the middle of that? I like to take a 12-inch and blow it up to 11 inches so I can abuse it? Are you sure that's not the guy that's been hanging out at H-E-B asking baggers to get in the back seat? Now, that's what that dude should be. That's what that guy, that's creepy. Well, you're the expert in that field. So. Don't invite that guy over to blow up balloons for your kids. At the at, No. Don't invite that over guy to... over to do anything. <laughs> uh, do not associate yourself with that guy. That guy reminds me of an Oklahoma guy at the Carney up at the State Fair right there. Hey, come over here. Want to touch my balloon? I mean, really, guy? Oh, my gosh. Somebody texted in and says, I think that show is called My Strange Addiction. So, oh, man, I got I to gotta watch this for more content. If, if every episode is about guys or gals being sexually attracted to random objects, that's fantastic. I mean, that guy gets a Roscoe over balloons? Really? Well, I'll show it to you one more time. So, uh, you know, sorry in advance, but here it is again. My love for balloons, it's also a sexual love. When I see a, a beautiful balloon, my heart starts to flutter and I get aroused. I'll take a 12 inch and I'll inflate it to 11 inch. That way it can take a lot of abuse. I'm holding one, you know, hugging it. I'll kiss it. And it's like being in heaven. I mean, don't you like to hug and kiss a woman that you love? Yeah, well, a woman ain't a balloon there, Elton John. I don't, I mean, seriously. He does yellow, look like Ellen John. What is wrong with that yellow brick rotor right there? I mean, seriously? Uh, no. Are you calling him gay or are you saying he looks I'm like? I'm saying he's just, I mean, follow the yellow brick road. I just, I hope he's not at the party on Saturday. And if he's comes up, if that guy comes up with balloons to you, uh, somebody find that guy and invite him to the party Saturday. Party's over. <laughs> the tab is closing. I get aroused. He even said the word, I get aroused by balloons. Really, Trojan man? Yeah, I was going to say, now. is he a condom guy? Like, does he consider those balloons? Because you can blow those up if you really want. Yeah, that's that's too difficult for that guy. That, that guy doesn't have the lung power for that. Those are, that, that guy right there, I wonder if he'd get aroused at your, your plane lady while she's wearing her condom outfit. No, he wouldn't because that's not a no. balloon. That's his point. Like, he... He compared his love to balloons to our love of women. Like, wow, heart starts to flutter. Okay, you're around a beautiful woman. Your heart starts to flutter. Like, you get aroused when you're around a beautiful woman. Like, that's that's how you and I think. Like, most people, whether it's a woman or a man or whatever, like, they get aroused by other people. That's, that's normal. Yeah, this, my heart flutters. There's a difference between getting aroused. I mean, I don't go full, you know... Uh, flag at full staff. I don't do that. I don't get that even with a beautiful woman. This dude touches a balloon and that dude is up for an event there. <laughs> yeah, that's, he's, that's, a, he's at a attention. Weird. Yeah, that's a weirdo right there now. You think that's he blows weird. up his own balloons or you think he's got one of those like helium machines that... I think uh, he has the machine. If he's got that fetish, he has the machine. Oh man, how many of those can he blow up? With wow. that machine? He can get a lot done in a short amount of time there. He also probably... Imagine walking into that dude's house 
and hearing all that pop, 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 pop. Well, he probably oh, cries if one breaks. I was going to say, probably has a funeral when that happens. Oh, no. You know, that's, that's what you do for a loved person. You have a funeral and a service when they pass. So did oh, you, I mean, did you happen upon this or did you search this video out? That's what I, I want to know. I would, not know, I would not know what to search to get here. Like this, this video searched me, all right? Which, you know, if you have questions about what I'm doing on the internet, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Don't come over and look. But no, I, this, uh, this stumbled upon me yesterday or at some point this week. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is every day, every day this week, hugging and kissing it. And I like, I do, but I also don't want to know what he means when he says abuse. Like, I can abuse yeah. it. Like, what? He's firing shots from across the room. That's what he's telling you he's doing. What kind of shots? Long-distance shots. Rapid fire. You know what I'm saying? That's what that dude's doing. That dude yeah. is out there, in there, and all around there. That guy is weird. Yeah, that is, that is uh, the weirdest bit. One of the weirdest bits. I think Everybody I've has a weird friend. He's the weirdest of friends. I'll say that. Yeah. No, that guy does not have friends. That's the thing. Like, nobody's friends with that. I wonder if he puts faces on them, like draws little eyes oh. and puts hair on the balloon. What a weird dude. Would that, would that be creepier or less creepy than what he's that, doing now? That would be creepier. If he's drawing little faces on them and adding hair, blonde and black and brunettes, no. No. I think that's less creepy, honestly. Wow. Because he's at least like. No, you've been seeking out this. That didn't find you. You found that. You, you, think, been, I, you think I searched like balloon fetish? <laughs> yes. You've been searching now. Yeah. Now you've come across. Now it's come across as like you've been searching. Oh, no. I, I don't think I oh, was. That think poor I was. guy. So there's your first uh, funny video for today. We saw wow. TBT coming up a little bit later. Uh, do you want to get to Mel Kuyper's latest mock draft? By the way, he posted this one earlier this week. Yes, sir. We'll get to some of the comments coming in from you people here momentarily because uh, apparently some news dropped in the Austin sports media scene in the very recent past, Buck. Um, but Mel Kuyper's mock, giving some love to the Longhorns. You've got two horns going in the first round, and we've been talking a lot about Byron Murphy today since he will be a part of the Combine festivities Mel Kuyper Jr. has Byron Murphy going 13th overall to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, the good news is, hey, pick number 13, a lot of money. Wow, a high money. pick, you'll take that. The bad news is the Raiders are a joke. Yeah, it is. That's the bad news. Good yeah. news hanging out in Vegas. Uh, that's exactly All where right. I was going. All the time. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And yeah, you've got yeah. Antonio Pierce as the head coach now. He's a defensive-minded coach. Seems like a player's coach, a good guy from Byron Murphy to learn from, and hopefully a good guy for Byron Murphy sure. to be around if he ends up there. But, uh, yeah. And this will be his first class. This will be, you know, head coach's first class. This is an important pick for him. Absolutely. And, and that D-line, I mean, obviously Max Crosby is the stud oh, yes. on that Raiders D-line. They spent a first-round pick, a top-10 pick, on Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech last year. He did not have a very good rookie season. Uh, nobody outside of Max Crosby had a good season for the Raiders. So we'll see if Tyree Wilson can take a leap in his second year. But that's that's the makings of a really good defensive line. If Tyree lives up to that potential, you got him with Max Crosby on the edge and then Byron Murphy up the gut. Oh, yeah. 
That's how you build right there. And you and yes, you've got to have a good pass rush in that division because you're going against Patrick Mahomes twice you're a year. Right. Like that's the guy you've got to beat. And Antonio Pierce was already talking about these Mahomes rules. Uh, so it feels like, you know, the Raiders I'll are going to be trying. Ryan, just get used to it. They're going to be trying to hit Patrick Mahomes. And, well, who better There's than still Byron the Murphy. Raiders. It's still the Raiders. Oh, yeah, the silver and black. That's, uh, yeah. that's what they do. So, um, yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. And once again, that goes to your point earlier is, is it feels like Byron Murphy is a lock to be a first rounder. I think he's damn near a lock to be a top 20 pick at this point. In yeah, the they're draft. talking about him in the teens. That's that's good stuff right there. And I am seeing one, two. I'm seeing only two other defensive players on Mel Kuyper's mock draft ahead of Byron Murphy. You've got Dallas Turner, the edge from Alabama, going eight to the Falcons. And you've got, just clicked away from it here. You've got Jared Verse, another edge rusher, going 11 to your Minnesota Vikings. So, you know, edge edge rusher is the highest selected position in the draft on defense oh, yes. every year. You've got two edge guys going ahead of Murphy, but he's the highest drafted defensive player who doesn't play that position. I mean, that's good stuff for him, boy. He really has worked hard since he came to the University of Texas and gotten better every year. Yeah, here's the uh, description for Mel Kuyper Jr. talking about Byron Murphy. He says, Murphy is the highest pass rush upside of any interior defensive lineman in this class. He had five sacks and 33 pressures last season. At 308 pounds, he could play as the Raiders' three-technique tackle, wreaking havoc in both the run and pass games. And he mentions Max Crosby and Tyree Wilson. He says, with Murphy on the interior, Crosby and Wilson could get more space to get after quarterbacks off the edge. Oh, for sure. Yeah, if the Raiders don't go QB, then this feels like a really smart pick for them, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I've got a feeling they're going to go QB. I mean, there's too many. There's there's like four guys out there, four or five quarterbacks that are first round, maybe worthy. Uh, so I I, I got to believe the Raiders are still they're still looking for that guy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Kuyper's got QBs going one, two, three with Caleb yeah. Williams, Jaden Daniels, and Drake May in that order. And he also has J.J. McCarthy going 12. So one pick before the Raiders at 13, he has the Broncos taking McCarthy. Yes. So, you know, maybe maybe if McCarthy's there at 13, the Raiders go with him. Uh, and if not, they pivot and go somewhere else. Obviously, you've got Michael Penix in this class. You've got Bo Nix. In this class, there are other QBs that uh, Vegas could take, although at that point in the first round, they would probably feel like reaches if if that's where they went. Yeah, you start getting up there in the late teens now with the way these quarterbacks are. Like you say, you, after about the top three, then you start – That's it's kind of wishful thinking. I hope this guy turns out to be pretty good. I mean, J.J. McCarthy is another one of those guys. I mean, he's probably going to be what – he'll be a t in the teens, low yeah. teens, but you start thinking, is that – a is that good enough for us? You know? Man, you look at some of the teams picking, though, like in the high Denver. Teams. Oh, yeah. Denver needs a quarterback still. I mean, look, at Atlanta at eight, they need a quarterback. Like, if they get Justin Fields or Russell Wilson, then they won't. But as of right now, they need a quarterback. And their new head coach, Raheem Morris, came out the other day and is like, well, if we had a good quarterback, I wouldn't be here right now. Basically saying sure. the last head coach wouldn't have gotten fired, which he's right. Like Arthur Smith got fired because, well, he's a bad coach, but also they, they couldn't figure out the quarterback spot. Like Desmond Ritter turned out to be horrible, horrible, horrible. 
So they could be in the mix for a QB there. Did you ever feel good about that kid at quarterback? I never did. I thought no. it was going to take a couple of years that they needed to have a solid veteran at that position, but a solid veteran will get you fired too. You know, yeah. they tried Heineke, who is a oh, solid. Yeah. You know, he's a solid. He's a good backup in this league. You don't right. want him to be your franchise QB. Uh, yeah, they ran through a couple of different guys there. None of them worked. But then you've got like Minnesota at eleven. If Kirk Cousins leaves, you guys could need a quarterback. Denver at 12. If Russell Wilson goes somewhere else, they could need a quarterback. Vegas at 13. They could use a quarterback. The Saints at 14 potentially could use a quarterback. The Seahawks at 16 could use a quarterback. Pittsburgh at 20. Like, there are a lot of teams in the middle of the first round that could yeah, reach. There's, there's a lot of teams that just recently got quarterbacks that need quarterbacks again. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Like, I think McCarthy is definitely going in the first round. People are scratching their head wondering, like, how the hell is that guy who we saw at Michigan right. almost looked like a liability at times for that team? How's he going to be a first-round pick? Well, it's the most important position in the sport, and you can't and it, win without yeah. one. And I just look at him and just say that they didn't have to use him. He was underused because they didn't need to use him. He could just turn it around and hand it off with that offensive line and those running backs. So they didn't have to take a lot of chances. They never had a really outstanding wide receiver this year like they did the year before. They didn't have a great wide receiver. They always had those okay tight ends, and that's about it. But you didn't have to do much. It's, it's not that hard to just hand off to a, a back or two or three guys, you know? Yeah, yeah. Look, I think McCarthy's fine. I think he got – you know, I just kind of dunked on him a second ago, so people might laugh at me for saying this. I think he got unfairly dunked on too much at Michigan. Like, I still think he was – a top 10 quarterback in college football last year. Well, you year. saw him in the championship game when he had to take off and run and do some things to survive in that game. He did those things. I mean, I mean he's good enough to do those. Yeah. Uh, I mean, San Fran's quarterback is, I mean, not, not much better, you know? Oh. Mm. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, they have the same, they've, they've got about the same abilities, I, I believe. I think McCarthy could be just, I, I should say, McCarthy could be as good as that, as Brock Purdy. Oh, sure. Yeah, look, that that just not gonna have to show that. you. Yeah. Nobody has any idea how to evaluate quarterbacks. Like, Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. Tom Brady is obviously the best example of that. The guy was picked 199. Right. Like, so teams, teams will reach on QBs every year. And there are teams who will just draft quarterbacks every year in hopes that, all right, like this is the guy. Nobody knows what the hell they're doing, right? Teams are going to spend top three picks on QBs this year. Yeah, you've got to have the guy, the guys around that guy. Right. If four quarterbacks go in the first round, which is what Mel Kuyper's mock has, two of them are going to be busts. Like that, that's what yes. history tells you. So you don't know which two. Like McCarthy could be the best in this class. You're right. Lamar, you know, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen were the best in that class. They you know, there were two quarterbacks. Hell, Lamar, there were four quarterbacks taken ahead of him. There were two quarterbacks taken ahead of Josh Allen. Like, you just don't know. Mitch Trubisky was taken ahead of Patrick Mahomes. Nobody knows. Now, that was dumb. Everybody knew at the time that was pretty stupid. But still, <laughs> like, the, somebody screws this up every single year. So you could see... Yeah, even though Bo Nix and Michael Penix are probably second or third round guys, you might see those guys go on night right. one. It's You're right. weird. And Bo Nix yeah. has had that one year that's been spectacular at Oregon. Before, yeah. he couldn't stay where he was because no one thought he was any good. He right. had to leave. He left himself. He said, I'm out of here. And it so. worked. It worked for him. Uh, I mean, I think Penix is the most accurate quarterback in this class. I might be biased because I saw it firsthand what he can do, but he's got injury issues and 
doesn't have the prototypical size that some of the other dudes have. But yeah, does he have the ability to escape? Right. Uh, would it, would it surprise you if that guy was great in the NFL? Like, no. No. He could be the sixth quarterback taken. He, he's got a chance to be a stud, doesn't he? Depends on where he is and who he's throwing to. Right. Yeah, and that who, helps. And, and who the coach is. Yeah. Oh, all that stuff matters. All that stuff absolutely matters. Uh, I think if you have it, though, you have it. But you're right. Like, you, you got to have a good coach and good surrounding talent to uh, make sure you're maximizing your potential. Otherwise, you end up in a VY situation where it's just like your coach doesn't want you and he sucks and the talent around you isn't good enough and then things right. just don't go the way that they could go. So, interesting. All right, one more Longhorn going in the first round here. And this is, you talk about fun. How about pick 32, the defending champion, the two-time defending champion, Kansas City Chiefs, selecting Xavier Worthy. Wow. Yeah, you talk about a good fit. I mean, that's the dream scenario for any receiver to get to go to that team and catch passes from that quarterback. Yeah, boy, they'll use him on some funky routes too, some some trick plays and things like that. They'll have fun with him. Oh Once God. again, if he can survive the the hits of the NFL, then it, I mean, it's hard to hit what you can't catch a lot of times too, yep. which helps him an awful lot. You know. If he, can he run? If he runs a 4-2 something on Saturday, he won't be yes. there at pick 32, I don't think. No, he'll be gone. Yeah, but man, what a, you, know, you talk about electrifying. Like that, that's the word you use to describe Xavier Worthy. Sure. And that's what the Chiefs offense was lacking last year. Like they didn't have that electrifying downfield threat that they had when Tyree Kill was in Kansas City. Now, but they do so fine. many things. They do so many things now that are, you know. They, I would consider them downfield that 15 yard range. They've they've kind of captured all that kind of stuff where they, it'll either be a tight end or it'll be a different wide receiver. I don't know if they need the sprinter like they had in Tyree Kill. It always helps you to widen out, you know, to to loosen up coverage, widen the field a little bit. But they survived. Guess what they did? They still won a Super Bowl. They won two. Yeah, that guy. I mean, that guy at quarterback just can get it done. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't need much. That and. They're a head coach. They find ways to get it done. It doesn't have to be bombs. You don't have to throw them bombs in yeah. order to win a championship. He just can I mean, it only takes 10 yards for a first down, and that guy can get a lot of that stuff with the guys that he has. Yeah. You know, so if I if if I can get that that piece right there, that speed guy, and he's available for me, hell yeah. But like you said, if that guy runs 429 or something like that, 427, he's not going to be around that that long. Yeah, like you said, the Raiders will say, "Forget it, forget about the defensive lineman. We need to be guy for our non-quarterback that we don't have." That'd be something if Xavier Worthy went that high to the Raiders. That'd be insane, but it'd be very Raiders. And also, I'd be terrified that Xavier Worthy is going to be a huge bust if that happens to him because I feel like most of those receivers who end up in Vegas because of their speed uh, end up somewhere else. Yeah, Yeah. or, or you know, Henry Ruggs doing some stuff that puts him in jail for a long time. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the Chiefs have to go receiver. It, it's amazing. Everyone criticized them for letting Tyreek Hill go two years ago, and all they've done since then is win back-to-back championships. So that's the greatness of Mahomes, the greatness of Andy Reid, the greatness of their GM, Brett Veach. But still, yep. like, they, they had, like Travis Kelsey is great, obviously. He showed that again in the playoffs. He had a bad regular season by his standards, and like I, people are asking him about retirement, so like I, I don't know if he's going to be over seventeen games, like the difference maker that he has been. 
So you've got to do something in the pass game to maybe make up for what you could be losing at least a little bit. Well, I always thought that if there's a guy, it would be A.D. Mitchell would fit what they do. He would be the guy that Patrick Mahomes would love to have. Just absolutely. If, if he had a decision which guy he would take, I think Patrick Mahomes would say, I'll take that guy right there. I'll take that guy that's going to make those. I'm not yelling and screaming on the sideline about dropping balls. He's going to catch them all. Yep. He's going to catch the difficult ball. You know, I'll throw sidearm. I'll throw it low. I'll throw it where I think he should be able to catch it. And that guy would catch it. So if he had an opportunity, if he was going to, and you know, he's going to be involved in the decision-making yeah. when it comes to, to all of the stuff to do with that team. I would think he would look at A.D. Mitchell and say, I want that guy right there. Big, strong, flexible, you know, got enough speed to get right. by him. Right. Right. But he's going to be an open area. He's going to think like I think when it comes to the passing game. I, I don't know. I, I'm with you. I think Mahomes will have a lot of say. I mean, hell, he basically drafted Clyde Edwards-Elair himself. That, that didn't work that well for the Chiefs. So maybe they're like... They still won right. a championship with him. Right, right. But, you know, that that pick hasn't turned out to be great. They're not winning championships because of Clyde Edwards-Elair. He's, he's fine. He's not like a total liability. But you want more from a first-round pick than what he gave. So I don't know if Mahomes will have the final say like he did that year. Um, but yeah, like he'll have some sort of input on this decision. And oh, he wouldn't turn, he wouldn't turn, he's not going to turn the fast guy down. If he, if he's running four twos, he's going to, he may turn and say, I want that guy. I need somebody to, to, that I can just heave it up to. Yeah. What do the chiefs want? Like, I, I think it's a great discussion because I think you could see worthy or Mitchell there at 32. And I think with the chiefs likely to take a receiver in that spot, you could hear one of those longhorns yeah. names called there. So do they, do they want the speed? You know, it's like the Chiefs receivers led the NFL in drops last year. Right. The biggest, the biggest criticism for Xavier Worthy is the drops. He, he only had five last year, which is not bad. But over the course of his college career, his hands have been questioned. So do the Chiefs say, yeah, the speed's great, but like we, we, we don't want to worry about drops with anybody. Let's go with the more sure-handed Adonai Mitchell, who only had who one does drop. have speed, who still does have speed. But, he, you know, it. He's a 4-4 guy, and Worthy's a 4-2 guy. So, like, different strokes for different folks. They're both – I think they're both going to be great NFL players. It's just what – hell, but one of those guys could be off the board before 32. Both of those guys could be off You're the right. board before 32. I would take the guy with the most consistent hands. It's the okay. NFL. I need you catching balls. Yeah. I don't need you dropping balls. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I need Especially receivers after what catch. you saw from them last year, after you saw how their season began and guys dropping them all over the place. That guy get in there and take somebody's spot immediately. Yeah. Yeah, he would. Either one of those guys would be a plug-and-play starter, sure. I think. And I, I just don't think Xavier Worthy has the drop issues anymore. But I could be wrong. And if he does, then uh, that's going to cost him at the NFL level. And you're right. That you said he played all the games. Off. It's physically, I would look at him and say, is he slight of built? I mean, I, I never think of the kid from the Eagles that was at Alabama. I never think of him. He's slightly built. But I think of him as – the flexibility that he has, and, and he's muscular enough body-wise because he, he will go in there and take some shots too. He takes some pretty big hits for a little guy, and he bounces around. He very seldom gets up slow, you know what I mean? He yeah. knows, he's been around football. He knows how to take a hit. You know? He went to your fall school? Yeah, he did. He's, he's been to my fall school, played at Alabama, been hit week in, week out, ever since he got on campus there. Practices are hard enough, you know, Worthy is a dead-out speed guy who, to me, has gotten – I mean, I think he runs really nice routes. And once again, you can't hit what you can't catch, yeah. you know? 
Yeah. And four two. That's hard to catch. And Worthy's a touchdown. He had 26 touchdowns in three years, too. Like, he's not just, uh, you know, speed guy down the field who can make big plays. He finds his way into the end zone a lot. Uh, Change the direction with him is fantastic. I, I mean, I think he's good in the scoring zone. Not as much this year, but, you know, Sark did some things with him. And Andy Reid and those guys, the things that they think about down there with a guy like that who can change directions, you know, in and out type of patterns, they'll, that, they'll find a use for him, especially yeah. if his hands are consistent. I'm going to post a poll. Uh, I do wonder if we surveyed a thousand Texas fans and asked them, who do you think has the better NFL career? Xavier Worthy or Adonai Mitchell? I wonder mm. what the answers would be. I mean, I, I think it'd be a pretty even split. Don't you? I do. Right. Like you can make a strong case for both guys. We've just been going back and forth. Hell, you're yeah. I lean, I lean slightly. I lean slightly to Mitchell because yeah. I, I just think wear and tear on the guy who's been healthy. I think wear and tear at that next level is a lot for a, for a guy. A hundred. I mean, when he's soaking wet, he's one seventy. When they say he's one seventy every given Saturday, I'm like that dude's not one hundred and seventy pounds. No. You know what I mean? I'm like no. I mean, I saw no. him on parade when he marched down the streets down on Bebo Boulevard. That guy's about, a, he looks like about 160. The, I mean, he weighs thing. more, he weighs more than me, but not by much. That's what You're I'm right. saying. So I, I just don't know if those hits. And I, as I said, Devontae Smith is different. That dude can, that dude it has a different body mask. When you see him, you know, when you see his arms and stuff, that guy's built pretty good for a little guy. Yeah. And he's, and he's flexible and he knows, and he's gone to my fall school. So Tua's told him about fall school, so he knows how to fall. I don't know if the other guy can take too many big hits. You know what I mean? You could play. You could play. Size doesn't matter. You see guys like, uh, you know, Tyler Lockett, who's small. He's a little bit stockier. Yeah, uh, but he's 47 years old. I mean, he's been in the league for a long time. Right. That's true. There are plenty of good receivers, though, who are under six feet. Hell, Hunter Renfro. I know no one will make a – Xavier Worthy, Hunter Renfro comparison, but that guy's small and he's had a great career in the league. So the, the ironic thing is like of the two players, Worthy has been healthier. Like Mitchell stayed healthy at Texas where we want, he had season ending injuries at Georgia. Mm -hmm. So like Worthy never missed a game at Texas. So yes, look, durability is a concern. The hits you take in the NFL, a little bit different than what you take in the big 12 in college, but uh, yeah, I don't know if there are teams who have durability concerns without Adonai Mitchell because of what happened at Georgia. I'm not sure. His last year, this year was enough to show me that that guy is worthy of a to be in front of the other guy slightly. Yeah. Not by much, but slightly. I'm going to take a consistent guy who can catch bad balls, you know, because not all of them are perfect balls. But you hear a lot of times, well, that's a catchable ball. Okay, if it's catchable, why aren't these guys making the catch? That guy's going to make those catches. I don't worry about a ball just slightly behind him. He's going to make those plays. The other guy, I don't know if he'll make those on a consistent basis. They almost have to stick to him, I mm -hmm. still believe. And he was better last year. He was much better. Yeah. You was. know? He was, he was. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch on Saturday. Both of those guys at the Combine, quarterbacks, running backs, and receivers working out that day. Texas will have, I guess, four players participating with Worthy, with Mitchell, with Jay Witt and with Keelan Robinson, who is a running back. Obviously, Jonathan Brooks is there, but he will not be doing any of the on-field workouts as he recovers. Yeah, Keelan can really help himself. That if he can, if he's if he's that gadget guy, where does he fit in? Um, fifth I'd round be, gadget I'd guy. Be, oh man, I, I'd be surprised if he got drafted. Like. 
pleasantly surprised. He'll he'll get an invite to camp for sure because of his special teams prowess. But yeah, uh, look, he's got a chance. Of course, if he turns heads, he runs a great forty and looks good in these drills with these other running backs. Then all right, maybe he's seventh or I, I, I right. can't. He's go got an exceptional. They're going to test him in twenty yard sprints. If he's got sure. that exceptional get off or special teams that can actually go in and blunt lock punts, we've seen him. You know, if you if you don't pay attention to him, he'll go right around you. I mean, that's yeah. worth some money to those guys. Any kind, anytime, anybody that can turn the ball over for you and get it back to you, that's that's money to them. Sure. And if he's got a knack for that, guys, guys last a long time as specialists. Plus, you know, you can dump a screen off to him, slide him in a game, dump a screen off, and he can go to the house. So, every down back, no, not so much. He's not. If your guy is missing two weeks, that guy is not the guy who's going to fill the spot for you and win games. No. Uh, he's he's a third string running back at best. Right. I think. Absolutely. Um, look, I was surprised he got invited to the combine. Happy for him. Glad he's there. Great for him. Great for Texas. But I, I'd be even more surprised if he actually hears his name called on draft weekend, just because I, I don't think teams view him as well, no, an actual but, guy who's going to touch the ball a lot on offense. No, because they're going to look at his his history. Even just that Texas overlaps. I mean, you couldn't beat out that guy. It's a sophomore. I'm not talking about Jonathan Brooks, but his back. I mean, you're not playing in front of that guy. Right. You've been 20, in Alabama. 20, 20 touches last year in, Yes. what did we play, 14 games? Yeah, that's they're, they're going to look at that and go, why is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So don't mean to dunk on the kid. Hopefully it doesn't sound oh, like a no, dunk no, 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 no. It's not dunking on him. It's just it's the truth. It's what it is. I mean. If it wasn't, he would be the backup running back, and and he'd have seventy carries. You know what I'm saying? Bingo. If that if that's the case, there's a reason why. Yes, indeed. And they've got All a pretty right. good running back coach who's been in the NFL, so he knows what it takes to play at that level. Yeah, he does. That's true. That is true. Okay, before we get to our TBT video, Buck. Yeah, man. And, uh, some other things we have planned for the last 22 minutes or so of today's show. By the way, programming note, no wags today. It'll be Rodney and Steve Foster. Foss? I got to meet him at lunchtime at, right after he's done. Is that hopefully right? He's not, hopefully he's not hungry. Hmm. He, asked well, me, are, are, he asked me, are we having lunch? You know what I said? No, we're not. Are you going to call him out for that? I'm not calling him out. I'm just saying no. He's coming on right after this. I was going to say, we're going to cross-talk with him. You'll have your chance to call no, out Foss. not calling him out. I'm just saying, I've already said, no, we're not having lunch today. And why is that? Because we don't have time. You know me, I've got places to go. i got things to do on a Thursday. Uh, good save. I played right. golf on a Wednesday, which I generally play on a Tuesday, so I've got things to catch up with. Lots of, lots of important things to do. That's well said, right? By the way, my, my dog's cone is split. He's, he's ruffled it up enough that, that he split the plastic. I didn't think that stuff – I didn't think NASA would let that stuff get split, that cone on a dog. But Na NASA? NASA, yeah. yeah. I, 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 is it broken or it's just kind of split? It's cracked. It's cracked. All, it's coming up where it's – he's about to split that thing. He's going to rub it against my wonderful brick wall, which he's knocking pieces of it off. He's going to – that thing's going to split open. He's going to be loose from that. And when he's loose, he's loose because I was going to take it off this weekend, but – you know, if he gets off himself, well, I shouldn't say that because here we go again. Don't say words like that. Well, I if thought he, he just got his balls chopped off, so he's going to have a tough time getting <laughs> off, I think. He's not the balloon guy, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but, nope, not calling out Foss. Foss has done some good things for me, so it would be interested, interested he and Rodney today. 
Yeah, excited to listen to that one. That's coming up from uh, 10 to 11 right after us. All right. Uh, how about a word from our great friends over at Covert Bee Cave? Yeah. Hi, I'm Dan Covert with my wife, Hayden. Welcome to Covert Bee Cave. Our newest location in the gorgeous hill country includes Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, and hundreds of pre-owned and certified vehicles for you to choose from. We have three service departments that are ready to take care of your car, truck, or SUV with 86 service bays to accommodate any repair and get you in and out quickly. Come visit us today to select the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Covert, born and raised in Austin. Folks, and our good friends, of course, at Texas Orthopedics, if you're looking for that specialized patient-focused orthopedic care, contact our experts and, of course, our friends at Texas Orthopedics. Their physicians believe in surgical and non-surgical orthopedic care for children and adults, spinal care, sports medicine, trauma care, joint replacement, rheumatology, and even more. Christopher Danny and Christopher Stockton, they are dedicated orthopedic surgeons there. Their goal is to get you back into great health and, of course, that, that unbelievable quality of life that you deserve. Texas Orthopedics is the largest independent orthopedic service in the state of Texas. For more information, go to txortho.com. Absolutely. Shout out to Woods Comfort Systems as well. Yeah, man, that baby clicked on this, this morning. I needed it. It was cold up here this morning. My wife said, clicked on the woods, and it was ready to go. Just like that. No, she didn't click on the wood. She clicked on Woods Comfort Systems, just in case you were thinking something else. What would I be thinking of? When I said she's clicked on the wood. Yeah, what what do you mean? Okay, balloon guy. I don't just get put it. on the search again. Hit search. Know. Hit it's search again. Just, just tell, tell the people who want to know what you're talking about, what that Woods means. Comfort Systems. I love Woods Comfort Systems. I'll tell you that for sure. <laughs> that warm air came on this morning. I'm sitting up here in comfort right now, and you can too, because it is going to get warm after today. And you're going to need that air conditioning working properly. And at Wood Comfort Systems, it will. 68 years of service. WoodComfortSystems.com, my friend. Yep, the best in the business. Get your heater fixed. Get your AC fixed, more importantly. This, this might be the last day your heater's on for like six months. Yes. Uh, make sure the AC, more importantly, is ready to go yes, as the indeed. temps start to rise here in Central Texas. Also, some love to SendTextTickets.com. Yeah, man. If you're looking for tickets to anything. Well, there was a concert last night at the Moody Center. Olivia Rodrigo. You familiar with her work? Olivia Newton-John? No. I don't know if anyone was getting physical there last night. Oh, I'll hear that today. You know, you <laughs> can be assured that I'll hear that. She'll be one of the females I'll be listening to today. They're going to be playing the, the Grease soundtrack on there, oh, too? Absolutely, man. Mm, yeah, well, they got tickets. That show was last night, so you can't get tickets to that. But out of control, these prices for some of these concerts coming to town here. Uh, they've got tickets to anything. If you want to get to the Moody Center for Texas basketball, one of the last home games of the year is this Saturday. Texas hosting Oklahoma State. They've got your tickets online right now. Also, concert tickets, Broadway show tickets, any live event. NASCAR, Austin, baby. NASCAR at the end of March. We're working on doing some shows out there at CODA. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That week, oh, it's going to be a great time. Can't wait for that. Uh, yeah, all the tickets are for you online. You don't have to leave your house. Just pull out your phone, open up your computer, go to SendTextTickets.com, and you can be at any event that you want to be at. It's as simple as that. Love it. All right, uh, TBT. Oh, Olivia Newton-John, RIP. Do you know she was dead? I do now. Thank you. Thanks for that one, CB. Appreciate that one, yes. 
did, did not she, know that. When did she die? It wasn't. It was. It had to be a couple of years ago. I got to believe. Twenty twenty two is what I'm seeing. Yeah. So that checks out as a couple of years ago. Damn. Sorry for your loss. All affected. That, yeah. that feel that feel very sincere. Felt very that, sincere, has not it? Grease. Yeah. Uh, you like that movie, Grease? The whitest movie of all times. <laughs> there are not a lot of brothers in that show, are there? No, I don't are think. There, so. Are there any? I don't think so. It's like Friends, like the whole Friends TV series. You had to like there were less than five brothers in the whole show and sisters in the whole show. I don't know if Grease had even that many. No, I don't know. Grease didn't have any. Mm. Tough. All right, <laughs> TBT for today. Sorry about that, Buck. Uh, in February, too. It's a shame that that... Yeah, it's almost over with. It's a short month. Yeah, you're running out of time. We're going to get an extension. We got a day extension. Yeah, congratulations on that one, all right? It's a big, big deal. 12 years this week, we passed the anniversary of a legendary moment in sports history. Uh, we don't talk a lot of bowling on this show. I don't know how many shows spent a lot of time talking about bowling. But 12 years ago, this week, we were given the greatest bowling moment of all time and maybe the greatest piece of trash talk in sports history. I don't know if you've seen this. I feel like back in the day at the old place, we had played this a couple of times. But here it is, the great Pete Weber on the lanes. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got it! Ready to go, Pete. The infamous yet so famous, who do you think you are? I am. The oh, line he dropped after rolling a big strike to win him some bowling tournament. Some trophy. Who do you think you are? I am. What does he I'm mean? The guy. He I'm mean me. He means I'm me. You mean? are not me. I am me. So like whoever you think you are as a person. Just remember, You're not better than me because I'm me. That's not you. Pete Weber is that. That's right. That's not you. Whoever you think you are, you think you're good. You're not. It's Pete Weber. Doesn't matter what we're talking about. It's bowling. <laughs> it's your is Pete job. Weber the son of Dick Weber, the all-time so, famous bowler. I, I would check that up on your Google's. You can get, hit that up on your Google's. I think he's the son. I think he's not uh, the brother. He's got to be the son of the great Dick of, Weber. Of Ern McCracken, I believe. Because <laughs> whoever you think you are, I'm better. I mean. Dick Weber. Yep, Pete Weber is his son. There you go. There's uh, Buck. Buck knows a little bowling history. The oil doesn't fall too far from the lanes. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a bowling sentiment. That's so fun. It's I'm such great power at the lanes. Are you pretty good? Uh, I'm okay. I'm going to bowl in the 150s when I bowl. I don't believe that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When's, when's the last time you've bowled? Probably about three or four years ago, but I'm still going to roll 145, 150 easily. Take easily? You, take you and your brethren down, yes. What, what are the Jews doing wrong? Why are, <laughs> why are we... <laughs> no, no. 
I mean, you, you can take Wags, you can take Rodney, you can take Boss, but you guys would go down. So what's your high score? 175. You can, you don't regularly bowl in the 150s if your high I, is 175. Dude, I will bowl I will bowl a consistent 150. Straight ball, no no corner sliders, you know, none of that fancy. I don't even have I, I don't even have my own ball. You just pick up any ball at uh, up, Highland I'll, Lanes yeah, or I'll Westgate. Go to, I'll go to dart bowl, dart bowl, pick up anybody's used ball that they've had their fingers in in their nose and then back in a ball. And I'll throw 155. Yes. Does Dart Bowl still exist? I think so. I no, I don't think Dart Bowl exists. Highland Lanes is still up there, up north, I believe. Highland Lanes, Westgate Lanes. I know those oh, two are still around. Great lunch specials up there. Yellow Rose? No, at the, at the, at the bowling lanes. Oh, really? Used to be the best egg and bacon and egg sandwich you could get. At, at Highland, what, Highland? At Dart Bowl. Oh yeah, Darbo. They had those enchiladas too. And they had the great enchiladas, yes. And those were amazing. Like I, I always thought that was such BS. I remember people would tell me like, "You have to get the enchiladas at Darbo." I'm like, a "Bowling alley enchiladas." Place, all those places always came across. I mean, I'd go in because I knew the guy at Darbo. I mean, yeah. he did some stuff with the mullet open and stuff. I used to go in there, and I always used to see old dudes with old women. I used to thought that was like the, where the where the people would go cheat on their on their spouses. They at Darbo. Yeah, they'd meet another chick. Some old dude would meet chick, wink at her. She'd go bowling with him for an hour. They'd do that maybe once a week. That's would be their meeting spot. Have some enchiladas and then head to the old motel or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they wouldn't do it in the bathroom there. They went no, somewhere else. It's not that bad. What's, the, what's no. the point of doing that? Just go get the job done. Skip no. the bowling alley. Enchiladas oh, before yeah, intercourse. Enchiladas first. Enchiladas at a bowling alley before sex? That's yes. dangerous. That is dangerous. It is. That's a dangerous bit. I mean, that's for, not quite the, Taco Bell before making love, but it's for the olds, for the especially for the olds, have some enchiladas, bowl three games, and then go get after it. Come on, man. <sighs> Apparently I see, I, I see the guys winking at the lady. I said, That's not your wife. Why are you winking at her? Then all of a sudden she's in the same lane with the dude. I know what goes on at the bowling alleys. Hold on syphilis infested i mean you got to be careful 55 and older you got to be careful of that man actually hilarious last time i was at a bowling alley i i i did take a girl home that night from the bowling alley what yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're all loose I it mean, was, wow. it was i mean it's different it was very different it was an after party for a wedding okay yeah 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 so like the, the seed had already been planted it's not uh, a sport. It's a game, and it's a game where you can drink. Yeah. Bowling, oh, it's yeah. A, oh, it's a sport. You don't think it's a sport? No, it's Why an not? activity. Bowling is an activity. It's like darts. You don't think darts is a sport? It's an activity. I mean, it's not the, a sport. You don't like this. <laughs> this right here. This celebration. This is sports. Okay. What this guy does here. <laughs> Dude, that is that's just gross. That guy belongs with the balloon guy. That is sport, all right. He's, he had that window cut out in his shirt that he <laughs> unveiled, and he I don't know what the hell he made his like nipple bounce up and down as a celebration for a night. Nice in the window, he did it in the window. In the window, like that. You're telling me this is just a game? This is sport. That's not a sport. That's an activity. I mean, these are. <laughs> I mean, maybe this part of it is an activity. <laughs> I mean, really, really, guy, him and Dick Weber, Dick uh, Weber Jr. or whatever. That 
I really give me the Dick Weber again, please. Oh, we right. won't see it for another five years, but bring that back again. That is I am so... who I am. Who do you think you? I'll play one more. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got it! That's why I did it. The backstory of this, by the way, incredible hair from Pete Weber. Like oh, yeah, it didn't, it didn't move. didn't move at all. Um, apparently, it was a kid who was heckling him the entire game. No, he, he didn't was, go back at the kid on this. <laughs> that's who he was no looking way. at. That's Get what he was looking at when he yelled, who do you think you are? I am like some 12-year-old who was just talking trash the entire match. That might be the funniest part of all of this. It was literally a little kid that got so far under his skin that it gave us really the best sports trash-talking moment in history. What did he say, yo, you're a dick? I mean, really, what did he say? I don't yo, know. dick. I'm glad he did. Uh, it was probably the whole, you know, every time. Every time he, like, didn't get a strike, he's like, seriously? Seriously, dick? Really? Embarrassing. Yeah, your dad's better. <laughs> your dad was better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. He's doing this back at a kid? I mean, yeah. where's where are we at in society here? <laughs> I mean, really? Uh, it's so good. I mean, it's so funny. That's oh, like that the hardest is... line ever spoken in human history, right there. Man, oh man. Who do you think you are? I am. Just, <laughs> that's got to be on that guy's tombstone when he dies. Like, I that's did what he's, it. That's what he's I known did for. It. Yeah. No, I between did. him and the nipple guy, that that's that's overzealous celebration right there. Way mm -hmm. over the top. Which which one's better? The nipple guy. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, people yell all the time. I've never seen someone have a dedicated hole in their shirt. <laughs> to bounce their nipple? That's gross. <laughs> Do the and it's not like a Terry Crews deal. Oh, right? no. You're like, that guy's just like jacked. He's got absurd pecs. And it's like, oh, yeah. No, nah, this cool. P people want to see this. Yeah, this right. His like, nipple is right beside his cigarettes. This is some old dude with a dad bod. <laughs> it was just like, thought it'd be a good idea. I don't know if that was his regular celly or not, but oh man. On the other side is a pack of Marlboros. On the other side is a nipple. Yeah. Right. Great. It, it really is special. Hey, shout out to Natalie, our newest TSU member. I think we're calling them TSU agents these days. I like Thank to call you. them agents. Great. Thank you for subscribing, Natalie. Appreciate that. Y'all can subscribe as well. It's another way to show your support for what we're doing. It's also a way that we can give back to you because when you become a TSU, you get a number of different perks, including a logo next to your name, including the use of cool emojis, but perhaps more important than all of those things, you get entered into giveaways that are exclusive yeah, to our TSU agents. Absolutely. Nobody else will be a part. We do giveaways for everybody. Y'all know that, but... We'll have a giveaways specifically for our TSU agents. You need to give uh, one something away tomorrow. You're getting ready to celebrate your birthday, your 30th birthday on Saturday. You yeah. need to do a giveaway tomorrow. Should we do a giveaway tomorrow? Oh, you're giving away enough booze, enough Allstat on Saturday. I was going to say, we're already doing a, a very expensive bar tab for the people on Saturday. The people want it. more. Let's give away something. We'll give away, how about a pair of boots or something? I, I, I can get you something we can give away. We can do that. Let's do it. Let's give away some area boots tomorrow Sweet. with a pair of jeans, with a pair of denims. Both? Yes, yeah, rodeo time. It is rodeo time. Yeah, man. 
Wow. All right. I like that. Let's do that. We'll give away. Big giveaway tomorrow coming up. That's big time. Good looks from the buck right there. He's he's giving you the birthday present this weekend. All right. Um, what else do we have? What else do we have? Shout out to Old Stab Beer, by the way. They're the ones uh, responsible for the bar tab coming up on Saturday. It'll be at Kelly's Irish Pub on Old Torf, 4 to 6 p.m. It's an open invite. So uh, bring your spouse, bring a friend, bring yourself. A lot of the TSU guys and gals will be there. Uh, you'll get to meet some of my friends. Not to say that you know you guys aren't my friends, but uh, it'll be a good mix of uh, of great people this Saturday afternoon at Kelly's. Hoping to see all of you there. Um, hey, by the way, my my deal with my wife, you know, two weeks ago for her birthday, BK. Yeah, it's called a rhinery when you have your own rhinoceros. They call it the rhinery. They serve wine there too. Yeah, how about that? How about Having a couple slamming down a couple of glasses of wine and then hanging out in a pen with a rhino. Doesn't that doesn't seem like that's a that's a that's a weird bit. Sorry about that, honey. But that that just you know, she showed me a picture of her slamming that dude's backside. I mean, what if that rhino just decides I'm that's sorry, not, what now? She was doing what to the rhino? With her hand, just you know, not just petting him, but just bang on his backside. What if the rhino like decides no, Fredericksburg, nice place. But I think of killing somebody here today. Yeah, I'll take the wine and then I'll just stay at the bar. You don't go back and you don't go in the cage with the rhino. No, it's not. I don't know if it's out of fear. Like obviously, no. Oh, it's out of fear. It's it's I, definitely out of fear. I know what the rhino could do, and that's a scary thought. But but even on accident, he just moves the wrong way. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That. I always what think you, of things. They don't have to really come after me anymore at my age. You know, fall school won't help me if the rhino decides, okay, he's to the side of me, but I've got an itch over here on this left hip, and I just swing that thing, and now I'm pinned against the cage, and the rhino's ass suffocates me. I just, I mean, it doesn't have to be that the rhino's mad at me, right? Right. Yeah, the rhino could just go full rhino, and oh. boom, see you later. Oh. You could just remember that he's a rhino and decide that he's hungry, and then... Not and I'm the big man, and the big man's in here with me. Yeah, well, you're done, big man. The, oh, uh, no. the two pounds you've put on in the last 30 years, I don't think is going to help you too dude, much. Dude, if rhino's in cage with me, first thing rhino thinks of, that dude looks a lot like Tarzan of the jungle. Maybe I better not make this move on Tarzan. I got yeah. the real live Tarzan right here. Rhino's going to just, he's going to go timid. Oh, <laughs> you think the Rhino's going to shy away from you? Thinking that I'm Tarzan, yeah. What about you is Tarzan? Everything Look, about me. You keep doing this like it's doing something? <laughs> Did you catch that? Did you catch that? That's better than the, that's better than the Nittany Lion, I guarantee you that. That's far better than my Nittany Lion. Would you not? Would you say that's closer to Tarzan than my Nittany Lion? What is happening right now? <laughs> God, I'm I'm mad at myself for forgetting the last story that I had today because it, it subjected everybody to that. <laughs> Whatever the hell that was. Like, that have you was been working on that? I mean, what what's going on there, dude? I've known that since I was a kid when I watched Tarzan and Jane. 
hey, you look like Jane and you act like Jane, all right? There's, <laughs> there's, no, there's the whole looks like Tarzan, acts like Jane deal. No, no, you look like Jane and you act like Jane wow. too, all right? That is not that is not going to get you likes right there. I got <laughs> to believe that. I got to believe that. I'm surprised that you don't. A herd of animals aren't coming up the street here in Dripping Springs right now, trying to kill you. <laughs> My next door neighbor, I can't believe those cows aren't coming through the fence right now. You try. You you hang out at the rhinery and you make that sound and it'll be the last sound you ever make. <laughs> you think so? You don't think everything's going tame? Like bowing down at my feet? Come on, man. Uh, that is I'm so going to good. the rhinery. I'm going to do that call when my wife comes back. She just left. When she comes back, I'm doing that and see see if what she thinks of Tarzan of the jungle. Yeah, and you'll be sleeping in my guest bedroom, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you try that. All right. Uh, quick shout out to who are we missing? Shout out to Jack Allen's Kitchen. We did talk oh, about yeah. Salt Traders Coastal Cooking. Jack Allen's also ran by Jack Gilmore. A couple of fantastic restaurants here in the Austin area. Uh, go check them out. Some quick love to our friends at Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment as well. If uh, it's supposed to be a beautiful weekend, a little chilly today, but the weather's going to warm back up. You've got stuff you need to take care of at the house or at the place of business. Go to Top Gun, rent the tools or buy the tools. They've got the biggest selection, great prices and great people as well at Top Gun. Oh, you said there was some news. There's some news, some city news here. Some city news here. What's going on? Uh, your old partner is apparently leaving our old station. I mean, there was a, there used to, there was still a station after I left. Yeah, and you left. There was still something going on there. I don't yeah. know. I couldn't hear it. I know this. There's still some tickets that should be mine, or a refund that should be mine from that station. Yeah, the Coke Fest tickets that you're talking what, about. Were they in the mail? Uh, yeah, yeah, they'll get there soon. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. We can talk more about that tomorrow. Um, but, uh, I see the fellows in the waiting room ready to go. Of course, double R is here and a special guest filling in for wags today. One of our favorites, the great Steve Foster. Oh, man. What's going on, gentlemen. Look, look at that. I mean, this show got so much smarter. Chaos. There we go. So much smarter. <laughs> when laying down the law comes in here. And Foss is sitting there waiting, and here's Bucky doing that shit. I mean, what? I'm waiting for him to swing through a tree or something. What, Bucky? That that, that was sounded really good, didn't it? That was the real deal. I, I didn't know what the heck that was. I what? was like, you guys never. I mean, you older dudes. You guys grew up. You heard Tarzan, all different types. You know what? Of you know what? That, that that was a Tarzan. But yeah, I don't know if that could get the black man's seal of approval. Tarzan. <laughs> He would get the rhino going. I know that. You know, I remember. I remember back at the old place, they would play that sound that you did, Bucky, where you were like, <laughs> "No." Oh, but, come but on. this one now. that you just did. But this one that you just did, my man. Very man. I think that one takes the cake. We got to put that. Uh, we got to put Very that. Very man. That should be a hot key. That's yeah, a hot key. That will be a drop at some point in the not too distant future. <laughs> Sorry about that. I didn't. I didn't mean to do that to you guys. I just. I just felt that in my inner loins because, you know, no naked guarding this year. I'm going loincloth this summer. Don't so go like loincloth. Oh, God, don't go loincloth. Oh, loincloth is awesome. That's the best. Now, now, now we're talking about loins, and that's where I go back to Smokey and the Bandit when he says, there is no way, no way you could have come from my loin. Get in the car, Junior. You know what I'm talking about? Get in the car, Junior. <laughs> 
Junior. Yeah. Put the evidence in the car, Junior. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going downstairs. I heard my wife come back through the door after I made that Do sound. that scream. Do that scream again. No, no, I, I heard her come. I heard the door open up again. So I'm about to get yelled at. She goes, You're making the dogs bark and stuff. Have a good one, Foss. See you soon, brother. All right, bud. Have a great show, fellas. Thank you, BK.